Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, so it worked. Okay, okay. It just hated me, I guess, huh? Yeah, I guess so, dude. Just didn't like you. Hey, gang. Really... Nah. Buddy, what's going on, man? How is my family doing? Doing all right. What about, what about yourself, man? Ups and downs and uh, very blessed. Phew, Shane's here. This is off. Oh. Thank, thank you, Shane. Oh, boy. What's going on, guys? So, yeah, man, it's Chase. I guess my, my shit's fucked. I was ready to blame you. I thought it was all your fault, but. Uh, yeah, guys, actually, it's my I fault. just want to give you guys a heads up that the drama train is about to begin. No, 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 no. Not in our space. I'm no, it's here. not. Absolutely I'm here. not. Oh, oh, it's about oh, to begin Chase. right now. Oh, I, have, oh, I, have, I wanted to say drama, something right now. This is a drama-free space, no, actually. I have, to, I have to pull the drama right here right now. I was beat to death. And brought back to life seven times by NHS last night. And I feel like I was violated. And we need to talk about that. All right, mate. We'll, we'll save that uh, for the last that segment. Means, that's uh, like 20 and back stuff. Yeah. That happens all the time. I just, yeah. I'm just looking for some help. And you guys aren't helping me. I'm a victim. Chase, we're seeing eye to eye right now, right? Chase, Chase we're eye Yeah, we're, we're not doing drama. Yeah, Chase, hold me. I'm sorry. Sean. Hold me, Chase. Chase, I, I will hold you all you uh, want, but just not. Chase, I will. Chase, Chase, I will shut. I will leave this space, and I will. I will open up a, a bootleg space that doesn't work. Before I do that, you already know how I roll. Yeah, before we talk about NHI, listen, listen, listen. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Shane, Shane, listen, listen. Just please, like we gotta. You, you came in like a bull. That's cool. We can we can reach there, but we're not coming in like bulls right now. We're chilling. We're coming in. We'll see where it goes. We don't need like the look at me thing. Like just we'll we'll just, we'll, we'll see what happens. Drink a beer. Yeah, we don't do a chaotic. Yeah, we, 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 we don't do we don't we don't do, we don't do chaotic spaces. We don't. We I don't, feel like S is trying to start a war right now. There's none of that. You know what I mean? So absolutely, don't let the co-host fool you. This is supposed to be my space. My shit was fucking up. Well, I mean, I'm just seeing what I'm seeing. You know, Chase is a good friend of mine. S. You know, he understands me in ways you could never hope to understand. I, I love that. That's amazing. I love that for you. He understands my body and its curves more than you could ever hope that's a, to. That's amazing. Chase, what's going on, man? Dude, did you see the the report? Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Listen, don't 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 blow your load, Chase. Listen, because I want because I did listen because I didn't see it. I just saw the little things here and there, and I can't wait. I just I need to get educated because I'll just say this right I didn't I didn't I didn't yeah, fill us in. I hear. yeah I didn't I didn't hear any of the information so I'm gonna put that first right um I'm just going off the pictures <laughs> and I laughed when I saw the 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 things I just so that's kind of what let, let's just start there. Does anyone believe that? Oh, see, I, does I, anyone believe that I wasn't talking about that, are, Let's talk about that. Oh, oh, more listen, yeah, that's what I want to know. Do you believe that that was <laughs> that those were real bodies in the pictures? I need to know. I think there'd be a very easy way to determine that doing Absolutely some not. DNA sequences. Like, yeah, I, I don't. They don't look real to me. They they look <laughs> quite fake. It, it was called out as a fake like seven years ago, and it's like come back again. It's like uh, the undead, you know, uh, fake alien. 
Uh, and and the fact that they put eggs in it is just like the next level of of you know goosing everyone. Eggs. They must be laughing Maybe they're about goose eggs. eggs. Just my opinion. The goose eggs? They're goose eggs? If you guys don't mind, you guys mind uh, just like liking. You don't have to retweet it if you don't want. I know people don't like necessarily retweeting stuff, but if you don't mind liking uh, the uh, space so we can get a few more heads in here. Um, TJ, TJ Allard is supposed to join us at some point. See if that still happens. That'll be cool. Yeah, but. We can get his thoughts on those bodies. Oh, um, listen. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, buddy? Uh, did you send a TJ an invite? Not yet, but I, I talked to him yesterday about it. So I was just going to wait. Yeah, I was going to just uh, get a few people in there. Because I always keep them. Like, he doesn't do them often with me, but when he, when he does, I always keep them for hours. He was like, listen, I'll do it, but I can't stay as long last time. I was like, listen, just come through for like an hour. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's gonna, uh, well, you kind of had to like kick him off last time. You're like, uh, TJ, I know you're busy. And, uh, well, you know, what's funny. That was just me being polite. Cause we were texting during the conversation. So he's like telling me all this good shit about it. But then he's like, he's like, damn, he's like, I don't, I don't want to be rude, but I gotta go. And I was like, don't worry. I got you. I'll give you an out. That's when I was like, <laughs> I was like, Hey, TJ, you, you know what I mean? If you gotta go, it's cool. So yeah. No, it's pretty fun. It's cool when he joins because, um, you know, you don't get to peek behind that veil that often. So it's a different world he's he's living in. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's like, uh, I don't know anything about TV or TV people or anything like that. Buddy, I know you you do. Uh, I don't, but I just got, like, the, the view, like, the, like, that caricature, like, sleazeball, fucking just fast-talking, like... I don't know. I have a, it's like a certain stereotype. And TJ's none of those things. <laughs> he's fucking, he's a great dude, man. He's, he's a good dude. Yeah, I think the stereotypes oftentimes, ironically, is more on the industry side. Um, you'll have development executives and um, all sorts of different type of people with attitudes once they get into their position. And there's uh, trends that roll across the entire industry. Like um, one person will do something and gets a bunch of, um, you know, uh, credit for being innovative. And then everyone starts to, you know, do it. And like the word immersive is a, a huge word for the past few years because of the nature of um, uh, people's tastes. They don't want to just see the event stuff they want to see the behind the scenes in their lives and get connected to people and be immersed in the show and all this bullshit and that's a nightmare world he lives in it's a nightmare world and you have to be uh like he is a real brilliant uh good guy uh he's a good guy well i think you could be a sleazeball and probably do pretty well in that world too I'm not he, saying yeah, that TJ yeah. is. I'm not saying that. Oh, if you wanted to perform as a sleazeball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because like, when I saw cars, that's kind of how it felt. <clears throat> we had an event. He, uh, well, I'll let him say it. When people say stuff happened, 
um, it's always better from the witness than from um, the person claiming certain events. So when he comes on, you can I'll ask him to mention it or whatever. But I have this little thing where <clears throat> when the mood and the time is right, and I get this, you know, sensation. Uh, I have this incredible track record of calling craft for people, or uh, maybe it's not calling, maybe it's just uh, predicting, or I don't know what. But uh, it's really good with skeptics. <laughs> and he was skeptical uh, before. Well, it's interesting, uh, buddy, like on that same kind of note, that's how me and him first kind of linked up. And I just saw over the course of like the, of the couple of years, like, and this is coming from him. He was like, I, he's like, he's like, you changed like the way that I look at this stuff and meaning from that angle. Um, like I knew it's something that he knows uh, is a thing, but I don't know. And again, not, Listen, all I know is my own experiences, buddy. I know you have <clears throat> plenty, right? Um, but I think the consistency and stuff for him kind of, I don't want to say blew him away, but like made him just change the way he, he thinks about the topic. That's what he said to me. I was, that kind of blew me away. Uh, NW, what's up? Hi, guys. Um, uh, buddy, I know you don't know me. <laughs> Practically nobody knows me because I'm pretty silent, but I just wanted to thank you because I used your um, suggestion on how to remote view, and I've come really close the last couple of times, so I just wanted to personally thank you. For... Oh, God bless you. Don't, you know, <laughs> no need to thank me. I'm going to send you, a direct message you my uh, little ESP tips, and um you know, for whatever they're worth. Uh, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's really could, fun. If you could direct message me, I'll cut and paste the whole thing and just put it in the message. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. My pleasure. That's anything, all. I can do, <laughs> anything I can do ever to help it. I'm so humbled and honored. No, it's, it's true, though. You're just awesome. <laughs> thank you. Buddy, buddy is pretty awesome. If if you guys hear me say cuz miser, you guys see miser down there, and that's my cousin. So cuz uh buddy, right? This man who was just talking, he's basically like Xavier from the fucking X-Men. Like I'll explain to you later. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much that's pretty much what he is. That's pretty pretty much, right? Yeah, except he's not, you know, like you know, I guess. In a Listen, don't don't split hair, don't split hairs here, okay, Chase. Okay, don't fucking split hairs. But you Chase. have like one of those giant rooms that you can like see things in. It's like a giant round dome. Yeah, it's brain it's like a sphere, and I float in 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 the middle of it. Uh, it's all mirrored too, so it's. Uh, I just float in psychic ambiance. Ay, <laughs> caramba! I've been. Um, uh, you know, deep down this rabbit hole and it's deeply connected to UFOs and UAP because if this stuff is real and, you know, it's very bizarre 
that three different subjects, UFOs, multi-phenomena locations, and psychics, all share very bizarre, unique characteristics that aren't found anywhere else. Uh, the mirroring of the observer, the precognizance, and the hitchhiker effect, and there's a few others. Just that bit of information, knowing that there is uh, effects that run across all of those that are the same in very odd, unique effects, that is a powerful hint that science, there is science behind it, and this is a new phenomena historically has always represented emerging new science. And if it's true, and you can access anything with your subconscious, then advanced civilizations would be doing it as well. And UFO history seems to indicate that. Yeah, I feel like they're connected. Uh, I kind of feel like they have to be. Um, but I want to go back to the mummies for a second, because... Uh, Sean, what are your takes on those mummies? Listen, I didn't, I told you, I didn't um, watch the hearing. I didn't read anything about the hearing, right? So I want to start with, I'm not discounting any information that they may have brought, right? I have no idea what was said. I just saw those shitty paper mache looking bodies and... I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, that's not. And then I thought my second thought was what a perfect thing to do to shit all over when everything is going on. <laughs> like, like what a, what a perfect way to be like, to have the average person look at that and be like, what, what is this? This is what's all this stuff. We like, fuck out of here. That was my second thought. And then my third thought was, wouldn't that be crazy if those were real? And what fucking country better to put it out and for no one to fucking think that it was real? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I thought a few different things, but I think the bodies are bullshit, but I didn't catch any of the information. I'm, I'm here to learn. If anybody has anything to that they can uh, help me understand, uh, are the bodies real? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's all I have about it. I think it should be pretty easy to test if if they're legitimate or not. Like there should be some way you can extract DNA, um, test it. You probably want multiple different samples. And then um, my question is, well, why isn't that like available? I haven't seen any of that information. Uh, maybe it is, um, but you know, I, I don't know. Should be easy to either debunk or prove. It's not you know, especially if there's three bodies apparently. Right, uh, buddy. Uh, definitely no hands in the space. Uh, you're a polite guy. I know you're a polite guy, but no, please say whatever you're gonna say. But then I just want I want your opinion on why you think that was allowed. That is the real question, my friend. Very incisive question. I think it was a fuck up. I think Jaime Musan is on the CIA payroll. Um, I think um, he, you know, South America is the hotspot. Lou has said it. Many other people have said it. It's been said for a long time. The UFO highway that flies from the Peru basin over Peru, over Nazca and into the rainforest and 
<clears throat> all the testimonials about the shoot down program there and on and on. And for something like that to make it to TV, I mean, I six years ago, it was debunked. You could see the wires and shit holding the bones together uh, and how that could get to a, a government big, you know, congressional meeting, even if it's, you know, <clears throat> uh, Mexico, I just, I just can't believe it. It's just so, how the fuck did that happen? I'm still, I'm still and, and that, and that kind of, all right, see, I like that because that kind of went along with my second thought there when I'm like, like, or my first thought after they're shitty, um, are they, is this being done on purpose to kind of shit all over everything that's happening? And I don't know if that's the case, but it, it it's so it was so obviously not real that I just don't know what else to think about it. Yeah, I'm highly suspicious. Okay, so I think we're all on the same page then here. Like they uh, had to go I, through I, some I, they had to go through some effort to make make those things, especially if there's three of them. So it's like who's making them uh, and and why is my next question um yeah if it's you to know, discredit it's a, it's a perfect way to discredit a lot of uh, accounts and um you know if if there are real uh entities that you know are stored somewhere or or whatever um this isn't helping that at all you know seem legitimate at all And then it's like, I mean, not forget who's making them, but like, it, it, like I, it was allowed. So it's like, I don't know. You know, you, you, you hear about this war, quote unquote, war going on, right? Between like two different sides. It's just, it's just interesting to me. Again, I don't, I don't, I didn't get any of the information. So I'm not, I really don't have anything to say. Like, I really shouldn't even be talking about it. I'm just talking about the pictures. <laughs> but it just seems like, a shit on the opposite narrative that's happening. It seems like that's, I don't know what you guys have been hearing about that. If anything, yeah, absolutely. That's what it, that's kind of what it, because it's so bad. It's so obviously bullshit, it's, you know, and it's like, you can't get that far. And then you brought up a good thing about uh, Jaime uh, Hassan, and you know, people have a whole bunch of pins on him too. So it's like, I don't know. This, if I had to guess, it seems like an attack, quote unquote, from the other side that maybe doesn't want this shit out or, and wants it to be looked a certain way. But that's just me shooting in the dark. Well, and that would make, that would kind of make sense too. Um, you know, if you, if you have recovered actual bodies, it's like, why wouldn't you throw some fakes out there? If you're trying to keep it, you know, under wraps, um, Shane disagrees, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they would, why they would make besides just to either boost uh, personal credibility, um, like, uh, they want credit for themselves somehow, or, or it is something, you know, a little bit more sinister where it's like, it's, you know, some faction of the government is, is 
trying to just drive people away from the topic, uh, which seems to be kind of working. I think that could be possible, uh, highly possible, but also there's something in human nature with some people who love to prank the world. There's been so many frozen Bigfoots and frozen uh, uh, cavemen and the famous uh, mermaid. And uh, uh, I think some people really uh, get off on it without being government shills. But this one was so well placed. It was came out and was debunked like six, seven years ago. And to me, if it is meant to poison the well, which is a disinfo strategy, I think it does the opposite because it just makes the conversation bigger. I almost think that if they were real, if there's a whole different, you know, types of beings in there and they had real beings in there, it might not get as much coverage as this is. So I, I don't know. I'm curious to hear everyone's thoughts. Well, and for me, what what really like stuck it to me was that there was no hand bones. Like I didn't see any hand bones in in the X-rays of them. So it's like that kind of throws. That's a big red flag for me. Uh, yeah, and then, and then Chase, you're you're hilarious for thinking that. Like, you have any idea what would be in a fucking alien body? You're like, yeah, it has no yeah, hand bones. <laughs> you don't really. But, I mean, listen, I'm, I I hear you. I'm just fucking with you. But like, you don't really, you don't really know what they're gonna look like, right? Or what the particulars are gonna be. I listen. I looked at it yeah, and I yeah. thought paper mache project. Like it just looked like a like a. And then, and then I was just like, is this this is supposed to be taken seriously? And I'm like, of course it's not. There's no way they put this shit out to be taken seriously. At least. You know, I don't think so. It just seems like the complete opposite direction. Um, yeah, if any, if anybody wants to uh, be a speaker and it's going to be not belligerent and cool stuff, definitely come up. Anybody can come up. Uh, we don't really do hands in me and Chase's spaces. Everyone kind of keeps it cool, just talk, whatever. Um yeah, and we can go anywhere, but I'm, I definitely want to talk. Did anyone? What did you get from the information? Was there any of the information at the hearing? Did anyone like watch it, um, like outside of the pictures? Because I don't know anything about that stuff. Well, I, I don't speak Spanish, so I didn't watch it. Um, yeah, and I, I know like Ryan Graves was there, but um, other than that, like I didn't really pay attention much to that. So. Hey, there he is. I was about to say, I just got the word TJ will be in here. Yay. Adam as a speaker. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I don't speak Spanish either. I didn't know. Listen, I figured there'd be like 10 English transcripts already from fucking UFO Twitter about it. Maybe there are, but um Buddy, do you have anything to add? Like, did you do you know anything about like what was said at the hearing? A a little bit. Uh, there was a range of info, and uh, some of the other info information about pilots seeing stuff, and it seemed very, you know, south of even like I think 
Chile officially has an overt uh, UFO uh, study program, as I believe Peru does as well. <clears throat> South America has a very different mentality <clears throat> about craft and visitation, and it's far more accepted, I think, culturally. Like, oh, yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, you know, I'm just stupefied that uh, the other great stuff that comes out of South America wasn't shown. There's amazing cases, amazing cases, great video. Medellin in the past year has been a massive hotspot, major craft sightings. <clears throat> I've got like four. One of them is a giant kind of uh, diamond shape <clears throat> that looks uh, suspiciously like the um, that British one from Can uh, Can <clears throat> I can't remember the name of the town, <clears throat> but it was that famous one that was just released a, a year or two ago. Looks just like that. So uh, it's a it's a uh, a mixed bag. But they did bring up a couple of the cases with the pilots, and I thought that was good. I didn't see all of the stuff, um, but. I think even though a lot of UFO people are disheartened by the event, I think it got a conversation started in, in, in the worst case uh, kind of scenario of looking at the uh, Mexican conference. We got positive things out of it, even, even in the worst kind of case scenario. So uh, I don't know. The discussion is good, but, but why that is a, we do it? Do it. That is a great, uh, cup half full way to end that um and on a other note on a glass half full i want to uh bring up one of the the most pessimistic great guys definitely the guy with the best fucking hair head of hair look at that fucking head of hair on tj jesus christ man uh i want to bring up tj man tj, TJ. Seriously, man, you, you you have like a t you like you look like a TV guy. You do. Look at you. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Uh, yeah, TJ. Fuck. Wait, I wasn't done introducing you, man. Just be quiet. Hold on, man. Let me get let me get my shit off. Uh, fucking creator of Skinwalker Ranch hit show. I'm sure most of you have heard about it. I'll watch it one day, TJ. I promise. What's up, man? Thank you for joining us. I know you're you're a hard uh, hard guy to get a hold of, man. What's going on? Nothing. I'm always happy to do this, man. I'm always, you know, I love doing this with you guys. You know, see, it's like Chase is here. See Buddy again. It's good to see all these people around and, and see people doing thumbs down in the thing. <laughs> I don't know why. That's gotta about. love that. that. Whatever. Yeah, man. So no, it's all good. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, you know working away doing her thing. Still trying to. See what comes of all of this. TJ, what'd you think of the the bodies that the Mexican Congress brought out? What did you call them? The, <laughs> Mexico's con bodies. the congressional Mexican. Oh, the bodies. I, I don't know. I don't what know. Did you call them bodies. I was like, huh? Okay. Uh, I posted a video of some guy's reaction to uh, that. Paper mache. I should correct it. Paper mache. mache there is. Um, I I posted a video of some guy freaking out. Uh, really funny. Just like you know, why does it look like paper mache from a 
effing second grader. It's, uh, I don't know what that video was. He's some like crypto guy who went viral yesterday, but that's about how everyone feels right now about the thing. It was stupid. How's that? <laughs> it was so fucking dumb. Like I didn't, like I said, I didn't watch the thing, but I just saw the, all right, let me ask you this. What do you, what do you think? Um, how could that happen? Right? How could how could those obvious, obviously fucking fake bodies and that information? How could it get to that point? My theory, and this is just shot in the dark, is that it was a shit on whatever the other narrative is. Right? Um, it's it was so obviously bullshit that it seems to me that it was meant to fucking poison the well. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, I could see that. It seems like it was a uh, it was staged, staged. In a in an elaborate big way, more for our benefit than anybody else's. That was a shot. Like that didn't go. That's that wasn't like worldwide news. It was kind of just an American news picked it up. It wasn't a uh, a thing. It felt like it was just they're trying to control our narrative from like saying like, look, it's out of the country. Even out of the country, they're saying this. Um, I don't know. It's we'll never know, right? You never know. Uh, it just didn't seem right. It seemed like. How does fake stuff get that high up the chain? Well, that's what I mean. Opinion. It's so fucking obvious. There's fucking no way. I know. I know. There's, 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 there's fucking no way. Um. All right. So definitely in no hand space, guys. You guys are all polite with your hands up. I'm not hey, saying that to be rude, but uh, we'll just. There you go. Yeah, that's absolutely good. So I think first of all. Um, I, I don't want to say let's let's stop saying the Mexican Congress presented alien bodies. Okay, what really happened was Jaime Musan like pulled a fast one on everybody and like <clears throat> it was embarrassing. So it was a stunt. Somebody pulled a stunt during a, a what is essentially a non uh, right. This is not like something that's uh, under testimony that you can be put in jail for. All right, my understanding is that was kind of like a um, symbol, uh, a symbolist symbolism here. There's no real legal ramifications for not telling the truth at this thing. So I think we need to reframe this as a press conference uh, that you know had some pretty important people at it, and Jaime Mosan kind of pulled his usual stunt. But I don't think like if you were like, yo, what Mexican congressmen are signing off on the dealing? But I don't think. I don't, I don't know much about the Mexican legislature. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm ignorant of that. I doubt that you're going to find anybody, though, from their legislature saying this was something they endorsed. And so that's why, and and that's parse why I want to parse it. That is – thank you, Mike. That's super fucking important, actually, because, again, I, I just saw that I didn't – if that is true, if this was more uh, performative, if this wasn't under – if it wasn't, like, all that, then that absolutely – changes everything uh yeah absolutely uh i forgot who was next well i'm the only guy with my hand up so it'd probably be me oh no no actually actually no listen i don't know Vlex. buddy actually had his hand up and then put his hand down also but if you were next go for it what's up shane hey tj uh i don't know you very well but i am really good friends with brandon and with chris bartell uh, the, Chris Martell is a personal real-life friend of mine um, and these guys, so I appreciate the work you do, brother. Um, when it comes to Jaime Mossan and the Mexican Congress, um, I actually talked to Ryan Graves, uh, 
a little bit ago, and he called it a shit show to me. Um, also, I talked to Darcy Weir. I work with Occult Journeys. Uh, you know, Darcy Weir being a, a massive presence here on you for Twitter, someone who does real research. And, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm glad to be a part of that research. Um, he has a new interview coming out about these things. He investigated them in 2018. Um, Gaia had a big hand in this Mexican Congress. Uh, when, when these people were sworn in, this wasn't a real Congress event. It was paid for behind the scenes by Gaia. And that's why Jaime, with his Gaia shows, uh, made it a shit show at the end. Now, Ryan Graves, he didn't know about this. Uh, Robert Salas is an old man who just, we feel sorry for him. Me and Darcy feel sorry for him because he didn't know what, he, he doesn't know. You know, you can't know everything. Uh, but it's pretty obvious to me that these are fake. There's proven reasons why they're fake. And, and, and in my opinion, it's, it's pushed back disclosure uh, by tons. And I mean that not because we say that. I mean that because, uh, because it's something so extravagant that news networks have picked this up. How do you know and, where we are relative in disclosure? I, that's what I keep hearing everyone saying. Like, there's a scoreboard somewhere we can check. Well, and I don't know where what we I'm are. Saying, Mike, probably. Uh, you know, Al Jazeera has 8 million subscribers. Okay? How many people are out there looking for answers to the unknown? And they're subscribed to these programs, and they just see this stuff. And they believe in it. And these things are going to get tested. I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope so. So that, so that the truth can come out undeniably the truth. Because I have spent the last two days hosting spaces with 250 plus people in my spaces. You know. Shane, they have been tested. And they're these fake. came out originally like seven they're years fake, ago. They're fake, buddy. Yeah, and they're fake. Right? Yeah. Buddy? I, I don't think anybody here thinks that they're real. I think everyone well, agrees that they're fake. No, Kent Reynolds, no, you're wrong. You're wrong because Kent Reynolds down there bet me $100. No, no, no. I'm, I, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm talking about the people that we're speaking with like so far. I mean, um, if, feel, feel free if anybody else, any of the speakers especially, right? How about well, this? How about this? How about this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Shane, I want to do a quick poll uh, for the list because speakers can speak. But the listeners, if you guys don't mind, if any of you think that the bodies that they showed at the Mexican – uh, conference are real. Press any emoji at all if you think they're real. This is a smart fucking room. This is a smart room. I don't think anybody really thinks that those things are real. You'll be scared to press an emoji now. You know, this is a big meal. All of this stuff, it, you can't swallow it all in one bite. You literally have to take bite at a time and understand certain things before you can believe the reality of the next level things. Um, and it's understandable and you should expect people to be skeptical. If you're an experiencer or you're a side practitioner, you should expect it and welcome it and inform people of the, the epic history of all these things and their connectivity. Um, uh, TJ knows that I've uh, worked with uh, different uh, scientists and uh, they spoke to him privately and uh, uh, said that I was good or whatever. And I think um, getting the scientists involved in the consciousness stuff is really where I think we'll find a lot of the answers. And they consider right now, it seems like most of the groups consider neurologists the consciousness experts. 
They should be seeing meditation experts, people who are uh, can use uh, a uh, encephalogram to spike their brain waves. That's a consciousness expert. Um, and there's a lot of these practitioners who are like that who could help, who could maybe uh, initiate or repeat uh, phenomena. Buddy, do you think do you think that we're anywhere? Not that the, these things aren't going on. Like I said, I know you you've had you know your your experiences and stuff, and other people also. But you know, most of that stuff is is like private, right? It's on the low. It's kind of um, it's not really as acceptable to be doing like you know what I mean. Do you think that since it's such a big part of the topic, right? Ugh, I hate that fucking phrase, the topic. Uh, but since it's such a big part of the topic, like, when do you th think that it's going to be addressed on like a, I guess, like a mainstream level where it's just, it's recognized that it's part of that phenomenon and can influence it? Personally, I think there's just like basic steps. You know, you have to understand the reality of how big the universe is and how, um, us being the only life forms is absolutely preposterous and ridiculous thought to think. Um, and then you open up their mind to the possibility of other life forms. Just go step at a time with science. And I do the same thing with remote viewing, which is even less tangible. There's a big science history and study of this stuff. And so many people don't know that. Um, so uh, I don't know. Mike, you got Mike, some thoughts? Yeah. Uh, and so this is actually Buddy. You know, I always love you, Buddy. He's got a great YouTube channel. If you guys don't listen to it, I listen uh, to his YouTube channel all the fucking time. Like, it's the uh, best. He does, he does, you know, sometimes he does, like, hand-drawn animations, too, and he, like, turns the pages physically, and it's fucking amazing. Like, total ASMR stuff, too, if you're into that. Anyways, um... So Buddy used to be on a forum way back in the day called Open Minds Forum. And he and I have discussed this before. And I think there is something, there's a pattern here that happened over there that kind of ties into this Jaime Masson, how he's, um, he's, there's people behind the scenes that sign off and say things are legitimate when they're not, right? Um, Absolutely. They're, they're not, they're not the people who are in front of this project. Like Jaime Mosan is the guy who's, who's the front of these mummies saying these are legitimate alien bodies. There are people behind the scenes who are probably telling him, even the ones he's not naming, that these are legitimate mummies. Now, if you look up in the crow's nest, um, when this happened, uh, I spoke to Dave Altman, who's a relatively connected person in the UFO community as far as media is concerned. And he had heard a story that these mummies specifically, uh, and this was from someone who was filming um, down in South America in Peru. He was speaking to a French archaeologist. And the French archaeologist had supposedly unearthed these mummies that Jaime Mossana had wheeled out. And when he had unearthed them, um, I guess he had told these people that I don't want to talk about these mummies. I don't want to talk about ancient aliens. Um, when I unearthed the mummies, he's like, the United States government and the Peruvian government came in and confiscated all of this. And somehow the French archaeologist was told that it was being given to Jaime Mosson. So 
I'm curious if we look at stuff like Ron Pandolfi, Eric Hermanson, when they had that gyro device where uh, Hal Putoff and like Kit Green were kind of all in thinking this is a legitimate machine that was defying gravity, right? There were people behind the scenes saying that this technology was legitimate and it wasn't. So I'm just curious if this was another attempt to like take people down like Abby Loeb, uh, to hurt people like Ryan Graves by, you know, feeding this ridiculous bullshit into the narrative that they know Masan, Masan, he just won't not do it, right? He, he can't not help himself. Uh, so I think, you know, buddy, and maybe you can weigh in. Do you think that it's possible that it's the same kind of influence campaign where people are saying science or, you know, whatever research is legitimate and it's not, and it's making people look like idiots? Well, um, Richard Doty admitted that he was trying to, he successfully poisoned the well of a few people and he wanted to do the same with Linda Moulton Howe, brought her in, brought her into a skiff, opened a folder. Yes, you, you can't take any pictures, but you can look at it. And of course there was real stuff, but mostly fake shit. And he tried to flip her and he admitted here in a Twitter space that uh, he couldn't, she was the, the one person that he really wanted to flip, but never was able to. So this stuff goes on. Greer has been brought in and, and poisoned. He talks about <clears throat> that group of people you were just mentioning, which is a whole huge conversation. I came in real early in that thing, uh, uh, trying to save people from spending all this money way, bef way before Eric Hermanson got involved. Um, and I've had experience with a lot of those, uh, guys and there's some of these guys that were black project scientists and you don't, you can't even mention their names, but I think the people behind InterNASA are obviously the same people behind TTSA had all the same people, they, the same formula. The corporation was structured the same way to have an entertainment wing, a science uh, a study wing into the materials, and then to build an actual craft. And that was the same thing with Firmage's um, deal that he launched. And the people behind that, there's a, a, very few people mentioned the name you were speaking of, and several others that are really pivotal in all of this stuff. And I think... Obviously, there's a lot of schizophrenic opinions and very volatile advocates for both sides of the disclosure thing. And you would hope that the scientists, the, the ones in government and different agencies who are more science oriented, would uh, embrace the value of uh, disclosure and hopefully advocate for it. And on the other side, the people who are the kind of uh, government points for interaction with military industrial complex. Um, those people are not motivated <laughs> by their experiences <clears throat> to disclose. And uh, there's a lot of really specific examples and people, the joint undersecretary of defense and intelligence is the uh, people who, uh, oversee Arrow and put Arrow together. And 
Arrow was given that $2 million to hire Sandcorp to do disinformation and to try to stop whistleblowers. That company's specialty was like insider uh, uh, mitigation, something like that. And I'm just stunned that wasn't brought up in the congressional hearings. That company only does that stuff. I, I think we have no idea how big this uh really is and it's not just a breakaway civilization it's breakaway corporations uh it gets you know there's names you don't hear too like dr scalise the head of the nro check out his background uh he's the reason why uh, grush left nro after only a year there's a lot of very fiery uh people against disclosure What is your thought as to why they're against it? You know, if you are brought into a, a craft, let's just say, try to imagine that. You're the head of a government uh, agency or some project or whatever. And you go in and you see the unreal. You see mind-blowing shit that just your mind is reeling. You're stupefied. A aerospace company doesn't have to bribe people with money. If they bring you in and you see futuristic shit, you see the future, you see science fiction come to life, <clears throat> that reality is so powerful. It's so addictive. Uh, a lot of these people just want a brown nose these different uh, groups so they can continue to have their exposure. And, uh, you know, you, you don't get all the answers in one bite. So there's always questions. Ex-CIA directors of all sorts of different sides, the people who are involved in this stuff in their career, after their career, they're completely involved in it. Super, uh, uh, super uh, enthralled by it. And still investigating. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't know all the answers, but. Uh, uh. Yeah, Chase, there's probably a billion reasons why they don't want this shit out, man, right? Everything Buddy said, and there's like it's fucking religious reasons for some of these people, fucking money, there's fucking greed. There's a, a million reasons, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right, first of all, Shane. We've been doing spaces for a long time. You, hold, hold on, man. Hold on, man. Your hands up. Stop it. I forget. Shane is so polite, right? That he puts his hand up in his own space. Like when people are talking, he'll put his <laughs> hand up. Like that's how fucking polite that guy is, man. It tells you a lot about it. It's fucking annoying and weird, but it tells you a lot about a person. He's a good guy. Uh, hold so hold on, so, TJ. Uh, this is for after Shane. I want I want to ask you who do you think knows what person, what public figure, what person that we can put a face to? In your opinion, who do you think knows the most about fucking UFOs and aliens and all that shit? I want to know who you think. I have an idea of who you're gonna say. Um, Shane, what's going on, man? Oh wow! Whoever an individual who had Corso's old, old job, well, uh, several of those individuals, I think. Possibly, maybe uh, a guy named Jim used to hold one of those positions. 
and he has a pretty he doesn't like the phenomenon so i think he knows quite a bit about that i also think that uh it's uh, let me put it this way it's in my opinion he hope damn Shane, Shane, hold on, Shane. you can you can definitely tell me who you think knows the most but that was that was for tj I wanted you put your hand up before that. I, I want I want you to say whatever the hell you were gonna say. Yeah, man, what's going on? I haven't talked to you in a while. What's going on? Wait, me or TJ? I didn't mean to step on TJ. TJ, you Shane, 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 are you high right now? You're high. Shane's high. I'm so fucking high, dude. I know you so are. Right I, I I always know when you're high because you because you just <laughs> was Shane. What's up, man? What's going on? So you listen. You're not stepping on TJ. TJ's fine. Trust me, he's good. What's going on, man? Hey, look, I don't even know what the hell I just said a second ago. So let me just say this. Scratch everything I said. Go with TJ, and it will come to me next now that I know how this room rolls. All right, man. Sounds good. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. So the question is, who do I think? Yeah, who do you think? Uh... I've you know, whoever really knows is a face that we don't know. But who do you think knows, like, who has the most insider information? I, I, I've asked you this question, like, privately a while ago. I'm just curious if, if it's – I won't say the name, but I'm just curious if you think – if it's changed or not, who you I, think. Cause, I, I think I have. I think I've – it's it, – so it's a name that not everyone knows. It's a name that I don't even think anyone knows. Um, the uh, Or maybe very few do. Yeah. Uh, the, the crown prince of Liechtenstein. <laughs> you know who this is? It sounds like a joke. I, I like don't. Joke. I don't. It does sound like a joke. Are you fucking with not me? Not at all. It, the person who probably has more information about anything than anyone else on the planet is Hans Adam II. He is the prince of Liechtenstein. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, I can't, there's... I, yeah. The, re the reason I know is, is something I can't talk about because I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, this wait, is wait, a recorded wait, space. Hold on, hold on. So, don't, don't bail him out. Don't bail him out, Chase. Do not bail him out. I, I think it all um, because, you know, there's, there's my livelihood. It, it relies on, uh, you know, certain things. Turn the bugle. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Does it have to do with the princess at all? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Give me a second. So, all right. Obviously, don't say what you can't say for sure. But, like, first of all, you said a name that probably no one fucking knows. So the reference doesn't even make sense. Can you can you give us anything for real? Like at all? All right, hold on, hold on. All right, because I said the most. So you're you're saying the that there are people presumably that work on these things and all that stuff. So yes. can you give us anything? So I mean, who he is? He's he's literally a prince of a of a of a country. <laughs> I think it's, all right, but why, country. why him? There's a lot of princes, right? So why why him? Oh man, listen, listen, no, no, listen, listen. If you if you yeah, feel like someone listening, no, it's fine. No, 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 
no, you have no, a, no, you have a hit show, UFO show, UFO show. Your shit's probably bugged. Yes, it's fine. I'm, that's already been pretty well established, I think. Um, yeah. Um, just, uh, let me get something for you. Um, didn't um, didn't Valet talk about him too? I think I'm pretty sure. In one in Forbidden Science, I think he mentions uh, this uh, Prince Hans Adam the Second. Is this the same yep. guy? The crown, the, the Prince of Liechtenstein. Yeah, it's a real deal. It's the real deal. And there's also the there's Vatican also the time. time. Like this is the this is like when uh in my opinion is that there's certain levels right on the planet, <laughs> certain levels of power, influence. And then there's there's the, you know, there's new, nouveau rich, there's the old money, you know, there's politicians and then there's royalty, right? And the royalty people just kind of laugh at around the world. Like no one really cares. It's like, Oh yeah, 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 you're Royal, you know, whatever. Um, but you know, when the Royals want to know something, <laughs> they know something. <laughs> it's a, it's another level. It's like, they're not playing by our rules. They don't, they, they don't operate in our society. So they have no, like we're a lesser species to them. Like, you know, they're just like, why would they interact with us? Please. Anyone else who's not royalty, that's, that's kind of the mentality of it. Um, and so when they say, hey, I want to know about aliens, somebody down there tell me about aliens. Somebody tells about aliens. <laughs> um, the, you know, so there, there's a number of ways he, uh, he got involved. And try to be as vague and, and illustrative as possible. But um, yeah, it's an interesting story uh, about abduction and things like that that kind of got got his attention got him involved do you understand the rabbit hole i'm gonna fucking go down tomorrow with this shit like i don't know anything about any of this yeah what, what country is he from Liechtenstein. no it's like one of those like small like bavarian states or something like that i don't know yeah i don't even know let me look it up i don't even know if it's a country anymore like officially Maybe call may have a different name. No, it's a. Uh, it is the sixth smallest nation, the sixth smallest nation in the world. It's a semi semi constitutional monarchy headed by the Prince of Liechtenstein. There we go. Okay. Population forty thousand. Something like that. Yeah, like next to Zurich, next to Zurich or Switzerland. Uh, yeah, between Switzerland and Austria. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's by Austria. All right, that gives me a perspective. Shane is so high that he doesn't remember I said no hands like five <laughs> minutes ago. Dude, I am. Actually, I didn't forget. I was going to say, when he said uh, Prince, it actually reminded me of Pendolfi's wife. Princess of Cashmere, who's supposed to, isn't she like a hybrid or some kind of a fucking alien or something? Such bullshit. No. Such bullshit. No. I think we're all hybrids. It's a long, convoluted. Uh, straight up, she's like yeah. from a portal and she's an alien, something man. Like that. She's, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I right, Speaking of portals and weird shit, right? So, TJ, I want to ask you, right? I, 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 I've never, I haven't seen the show, right? We met on other terms. Um, 
but I'm gonna watch one day. But one thing I do, <laughs> like I see, I see. I love that well, I'm just. I, I love that <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's just funny. It's just funny to me that I, never, I always mean to, but then I just don't ever do. Mean, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna I always mean to run every day. I always mean to run every day. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, I'll, um, no, I want. I, but I see the things that people say about the show, right? And one of the one of the things that I always see people say is that real science isn't being done and they want to see it right and we've had private conversations like about that like but i want to like what is your opinion on like all right one do you think um it's he he should show it do you think like not that he has to because he doesn't but do you think that he, he he should present more than he has um or do you think you know he's he's got cameras there. He's letting everybody in. He's 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 giving this look of the ranch that's never been done, and that's enough. You get what you get, or do you you feel like that? What what is your opinion? And and on the real science thing too, because I see that all the time. That you know it's obviously it's a TV show, and there's entertainment and stuff like that. What what level of it is fucking? real like how much of it is just like tv bullshit no i mean it's 100 percent. all of that is real it's a lot more than the, the tv and i can say this with uh you know 100 percent confidence because i lose my conversation um you know they wanted to be a fly on the wall in that situation which we still are you know it's, the production is a fly on brandon's wall the show is not brandon like the, so you're getting you what's happening is going to happen right and i think that what the frustration lies is i think there's a lot more validation or a lot more double triple takes on everything before you want to tell anybody because you don't want something stupid to show up on screen um in production and that's why like they have a direct line right now you know social media and stuff with the with people so people are more involved now that way um but just seeing you're seeing it as fast as you can see it. Uh, you know, there has to be some post-production on, on it that, uh, and then a release schedule. But I mean, other than like this, our very specific stuff, like there's a bigger conversation going on, more things are happening outside of that place, you know? So it's, that's just one component to a lot of this. Um, and you're starting to see more and more people come forward with stuff and more and more talk about it. So it's, you can only contain it in, you know, the medium of history and Netflix for so long. Uh, eventually it just bursts out the seams. Like that's why there's so many people interested in this stuff. It's, it's bleeding over into the mainstream. It's like, it's getting to the point where you can't keep it contained. The, the, that conversation, that topic anymore. TJ, so, could, what do you think? Why do you think Bigelow sold the ranch in the first place? I, I think because he, wanted to get away from government part of it and be a contractor. So, but like, I guess my question is like Bigelow. And if you were to ask me, like who knows the most, I would think, you know, outside of the grand prince and you're knowing, I would say Bigelow because he spent a lot of money and you'd probably say he was the guy too. But but why would Bigelow sell the ranch if it was such a hot spot for the paranormal? Like it, it's counter... Well, think about it. You know, if you're on the other side getting legitimate uh, space contracts, 
you don't want, uh, you know, weird psychic stuff to taint the seriousness uh, that, uh, you know, uh, the government gives Bigelow for his, you know, other real science efforts. And Bigelow certainly isn't, in my opinion, the one who knows the most. Uh, there's a lot that's, of... Well, that's, that's what TJ said last time when we spoke. That's kind of why I was curious to see if it changed. So, yeah, I, it funny. changed because I believe that there had been communication there. Yeah, there's some a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. And some of the stuff that's happened behind the scenes is more amazing than the stuff on the show. Um, and that stuff is just kind of hard to deal with. It's a, a difficult subject to broach and it comes with a lot of stigma. And I see that in my work, you know, all the time, every day. And, um, you know, I'll just say it. I've said it before and, and uh, TJ can uh, validate as much as he feels comfortable. But I worked with uh, Eric for four years doing Inc- just stunning stuff. Yeah, and he's still and... upset about that. <laughs> you actually, the stuff you were able to do um, in a controlled environment, you know, for him to validate that, and that's the reason we were talking. He put, he was the one who directed me to you because um, he can usually debunk anything. Um, and he had, he had never been able to. And your accuracy was crazy. That's it. Buddy, that's actually it. <clears throat> how I heard about you. Uh, TJ was telling me, you know, some of those details, and then I realized I had followed you on Twitter. Then I went to your YouTube page, and and uh, that was that. And TJ, you're funny too because I like to use like Buddy as like an example of the like the wheelhouse of you know, uh, I'll just say consciousness things, all the different aspects, right? Remote viewing, uh, whether it be "Quote unquote," uh, calling craft or whatever, all those different things. Um, call it whatever. As somebody who's shit, I can't do right. Nobody knows how to do. But well, well, nobody understands. Right? So, but but this, but this is what I. This is but this is the thing, right? This is what I, I go to. I'm of the belief that, like, it's not that nobody's special, but it's like you're not really that special. Like, if one person can do something, any any, if listen, if one person can do something. Other people can do it. Sure. Like maybe not every, like maybe not at the same rate or the whatever, but it's something that can be done. So you know, Buddy's a unique case, right? He it's something he takes seriously, and you know, all these different things that he does that um, kind of feed into those things. They they probably help most people. They either aren't into it, they don't really, you know, it's you know, people have other interests, whatever it might be. Don't you think that? <sighs> He kind of represents what's. Hey, just my videos. Your mic's a little hot, buddy. buddy. Oh my yeah, bad. Your mic's. Your mic's gonna go in. Go in. Weird. All right, I'll shut up. <laughs> Can I ask a question, TJ? <laughs> Am I too yeah, high to ask TJ a question? Yeah, Keem Star is in here. Keem. So, hey, hold up. What's up? What's up? I, guys, I always thought that Bigelow went there got the answers and was like, okay, good. He solved whatever issue or whatever problem he was trying to solve. And then he sold the, the, the place to someone he trusted to go find the same answer. So well, that's a crazy theory. What man. was it that he never, solved? Did I ever get to ask a question? I haven't heard that before. I, I, 
like I got a one point six question. He sold it and then he passed it on for someone else to go find the answers, and then you can continue to create separation and you can get multiple people to validate the same thing. Exactly. That's, That's what I thought he was doing. Just a basic science experiment. Like, look, this is my findings. Now I'm gonna pass it on to someone I trust, right? And see what they find and see if we can I, match. But see, I'd believe that if he didn't lock away the results and only he has. That's, that's I had a little trouble with that shit. Like, it is curious right, that he has Yeah, but if he releases the results. wait, wait, hold up. If he releases the um results beforehand, it would tamper with exactly. the results that TJ and, no. and, and the new team gets. Wait, 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 wait. Bigelow had commissioned an entire study under Bass that is proprietary and he could release that at any moment and it has tons to do with Skinwalker, but he doesn't right. do it. Hold no on. My, real quick, mic check. Anybody hear me? Yeah, you're still buzzing out bad, Sean, Sean. God damn it. Yeah, you got Black Hawk helicopters flying over you right now, but yeah. My quick question is this. If, if So that 1.6 gigahertz, right? So you can do a quick get, uh, Google, right? It's pretty easy to see. It's a satellite uplink, military, uh, not military, civilian uh, air traffic control as long as, and jet weather radar. So they talk about it a lot, stuff like that. And then we mentioned Bigelow. I get lost. And if it was such a big deal, why did he lock it away the way he did? And things like the 1.6. I get confused with that gigahertz thing because it is a common thing used in civilian and military type shit. I, I saw in one of the episodes, I think it's that Bustamante talking about, oh, it's military only. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, just look at Google. And it's it's uh, Iridium satellite phones and all this other stuff. So I was curious about the 1.6, DJ. You the man, by the way. I, I think there's going to be a lot of speculation on, on it still for a very long time. Re- regardless of what it is, it's there. And it's not going away. And so I also think it could be brain control, bra- uh, brainwashing by the government using the Gwyn Towers. That's another thing I'll go with. I, I don't know anything about that. Um, yeah, it's it's something that's evident on their on the you know property all the time. But this is where I you know we're telling you right. You know the blueprint. You're seeing what this stuff is. The more people that go out and do this, right? It's not hard to find you know one of those frequency monitors, whatever. If, if Radio Shack existed, I'd say you would buy it at Radio Shack, right? And you can measure these radio waves yourself. Um, all of these things you're doing. When you talk about frequencies, people can pick that up on their own. I think cell phones have apps. So if, if it's happening just here, that's super unique. But the chances are it's happening in a number of different places or, or it could be happening everywhere. And then it's something else. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely happening other places. There are quite a few multi-phenomena locations. Um, and some of them have extra, you know, the meadow is a, a classic one, the gifting field. Um, right, Marley Wood. Mount Wilson. There's, there's a bunch of these, but the thing is, Yakima they, Valley. they don't all become, um, and this is what's crazy. So it's only recently, like the last 15, 20 years, where people started giving names to these things. Um, they were just like local legends and lore, right? Where, where weird stuff would happen. We're, we're going to call portals for right now. Um, you know, it was actually, it was initially Vortex, the term was, but then the network kind of pushed back and they didn't want to use the word vortex on air. And so we started going with portals because that's better. Uh, but these things, you know, in, in these other towns um, or these places all over the country, uh, they didn't have names. And then it became a, as soon as somebody would go out and start to study it with whatever tech they had, like it'd be somebody following up on a legend in their town, you know, some teenage kid 
40 years ago, 50 years ago, it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to follow up on this because I have a video camera. And he goes and talks to locals and he takes it to the next step where he gives it a name. And that's kind of what has happened all over the country. These things that were just legends and lures, somebody takes an interest in them. And so because they can elevate that online quickly, these things all start to get names. And so you're going to start seeing, like you're saying, buddy, more of these are going to just start popping up all over the place as more people understand what to look for. And then you're going to find it's probably a much bigger pattern, which could then mean it's something completely different, right? It could be something we don't even understand. We don't even understand what it is. It could just be satellite interference that's hitting everyone everywhere and it's driving people fucking crazy. It's like 17G, right? It sort of melts your brain and you start acting different and seeing shit. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's, all right, don't you? Am I fucking? Am I half clear at least? That's a lot better. There you go. Whatever you right. did fixed it. It seemed. All right, cool. Don't I just wanted to say real. Oh, I'm sorry, but just real quick, I just wanted to say, no offense, anybody, but I think anybody who thinks that Bigelow is able to release that fucking study, this that dude probably got the fucking meanest side deal with the that shit is not coming out. It's probably. There's probably some weird 100%. backroom deal. That shit's not coming out. It's like, I don't know why everyone's like, well, he did this. St- yeah, he did this study. Like, he, he, he's Tim not McMillan saw one. it, though. Some people have seen it. It's just like, I don't understand why. And, like, even the people that have seen it I, are like, I don't know why he doesn't release it. I have a copy of it. And there's weird what ass shit on there that he hasn't context. talked about. <laughs> Buddy, I love it. <laughs> he's like, fuck that. I got a copy. It's true. It's, it's true. And... There's a lot of shit in there he should have spoken about. You know, he didn't talk as much as Brandon has about the medical injuries. There's, and it ties also too to Mount Wilson. There's, a, there's just so much going on in this whole thing. And it's so many different dynamic, uh, you know, moving parts. And I'm suspicious that, um, uh, the location can serve not only to explore science, but it can also serve as like a flytrap for foreign intelligence. And um, I think we're really blessed with Brandon and Eric. Eric is a real scientist. He just wants to gather the data. He's, he's not trying to project his own opinions on things. He's really a scientist's scientist. And, uh, I think he's the team, you know, Brandon and Eric are just a magical two people for to do this project. It's so amazing. And it's amazing the network's picked it up. And TJ's really the visionary who uh, you have to frame things in certain ways. And in the industry, there's, you know, there's different themes every few years, you know, immersive or, you know, the personal life of the person, all this different stuff. And TJ's the one who navigated that. And he won't mention it, but he got, in a way, he got screwed over. And uh, it's just the nature of production and and stuff like that. But uh, TJ was the man who made it possible. And he he knows, too, that these guys are real earnest. It's an earnest investigation. It's open. And some of the stuff that hasn't been released yet um, is diligently recorded. Eric has diligently recorded uh, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, and definitely did with uh, uh, in my interactions with him. And I think we're really blessed with that team. A lot of different knowledge can 
break out of that. Listen, they 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 yep. they really did. Uh, first, <laughs> I, I don't don't frame me as some kind of you know victim of they got screwed over. I'm all right. <laughs> That's a uh, I you know this is television, man. This is this is bullshit. Where are you going to eat tomorrow, TJ? Where yeah, are you going like, to eat? Wherever I want, right? Like, so fuck that. Like at this point, I you know, it, TV. That whole business is dying. The business is on its way out. And so you're seeing the, you know, the consolidation happening at the top and you're, you're getting fewer and fewer people up there and there's, you know, fewer and fewer crumbs um, because it all goes to, back to distribution, right? And that's where, you know, the, these conversations always tend to go like these outlets of communities of people. I mean, look at freaking Keemstar's in here, right? Keem is, he, he literally built a community, built, built, became the Ryan Seacrest of influencers, Think of it that way in boomer terms, right? Seacrest was for, you know, movie stars. Keem's like, fuck that. I'm doing it for influencers. Before they were called influencers. I don't know what the fuck they were called back then. But whenever they had, you know, reporting and drama, that's where drama alert comes from. So it always goes back to distribution. You guys have another community starting right now, right? Like this whole group has been growing. I mean, it started with Sean. I found him when he had like 42 videos. And now he's got however many people follow him. And you got hundreds of sightings, like all of this stuff. It's, it's, you know, you're, I'm watching this grow right now. And I mean, you know, we've talked, there's interest for distribution for something like this now. So we're working that way, that angle as well. But man, this is the next, this is that next step where Skinwalker can't go to um, because it's, it's a longitudinal study in one area, right? That was, that's the premise of the show. Everything else is, is kind of like, you know, just again, it's it's the stuff that's so somewhat interesting that's happening. But is it Caroline? Is where it's, is the mecca? What's that? I I feel like uh, there's a part of this story that I'm just lost on. Why are people saying like TJ got screwed? Like, what is that in reference to? I don't get it. It doesn't. He's just one of the visionaries who launched it, and there's all this production stuff that happens. Um, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, you're talking I about like going a... into a co-production. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, the co-production stuff, obviously, you don't ever want to get in those situations. But like I said, the business consolidated. And so the, the, there became hey. fewer and fewer choices for production companies. And so the network has to go with like an approved vendor. And they go with the approved vendor who's, you know, has their like other three big hit shows at the time. And that's how that's how it works. Oh, so you're so you're no longer producing that show? No, no, I'm... I'm the, I'm the executive producer, co-creator, and now I'm a co-EP because I'm not involved in the day-to-day. So because I'm not involved directly, I'm a co-EP, but the, the, uh, as a secondary production. So what it is, is you do a co-production. Prometheus is the banner that everything goes over. And then... Still your yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, it's your Regardless. It's your still IP. your baby. No, it's your IP. It's your idea. Yeah. You know, but it is what it is. Like, that, that's, that's the way it works, though. So. Hey, TJ, I got a question. It's, I didn't mean to interrupt anybody. I'm sorry. So, like, I know Sean. So, Sean, I guess I was talking to him a while back, and he said that he kind of was looking at going to, a, say, a hot spot as bait. And I know I went with the film crew. I was, that was the original thing. Ended up near Skinwalker. We were supposed to go down to Bradshaw, but the heat was too bad. Have you guys thought about bringing experiencers like Sean or myself? I'm only a reporter because of it. On to the Skinwalker? Yes. They'll, you'll stay tuned. But yeah, that, that's I, I actually talked to Burroughs about that once when I was interviewing and asking him 
you know, John Burroughs, I know uh, Gary Nolan made a comment to him, like, don't ever go to Skinwalker. And I, I thought something like that would be crazy, right? Having someone like Burroughs or a super experienced with someone who's and just seeing how it reacts. So that'd be cool. So it's coming. TJ, you heard it here. TJ said it's coming. <laughs> I mean, we're, you're seeing it. This, this is the next step, right? So the shows I've been pitching, I initially was going with um, something tangible, right? So I was very convinced that the next evolution of this was going to be tangible. Um, but I just don't think it's there yet. I think that's like the, that's the next phase. Um, is it Caroline? Who's Caroline? Uh, Caroline Corey. She um, is a really talented um lady who did a documentary recently i forget the name of it tear in the sky i don't know i actually i was on that crew with david altman that film crew that we're spoken it went to shit well, i don't want to talk about that <laughs> my point being is shit. You guys yeah brother cool shit in the sky brother we were right next door to you while you guys were filming and let me put it to you this way what was how do i say this what was said was going to happen didn't necessarily happen we had tents no shade, no water. <laughs> it was a shit show. But nonetheless, uh, we were going. Hey, hey TJ, yeah, none of that shit better happen with us, man. I'm not doing a fucking tent with no water. <laughs> just so you fucking yeah, no know. Shit. I was, going to be I was like, what tent. is going on? <laughs> well, I was going as like a reporter to kind of cover it, but also as an experiencer to kind of be bait. And I was like, man, I know T somebody's got to talk to TJ about that before. Because Sean and I would talk before and he said, yeah, we, we were kind of wondering how that would play out going to different places as bait. That would be cool. Yep. Uh, yeah, tent and water seems like a distra distraction from uh, what's going on there, man. I wouldn't want to be distracted. Just put me out there with the aliens. I would love to get Keem out there, man. Keem, I think it would be – we could find a way to make that happen. Can we just leave Keem in the dark and just like – Hey, just like down. Down. I mean, the, the thing is, like, I'm actually down. Just me. Yeah. <laughs> Team Yakima Valley. Remember that name, man. I'm telling you, there's a crash retrieval team at Hanford. You got the nuclear site. You got a history. Well, Shane, it's a hot spot. So Shane, listen. So basically what you're talking about is what TJ has been trying to fucking working hard behind the scenes to get off the ground for the past two years. So like not Skinwalker, but other stuff. Same kind of Concepts, yeah, but well, we have to go. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. You know, I'll say it. Open. Like I'm not hiding ideas. I mean, ideas are ideas. Everyone fucking has them. It's just a matter of you. If if four producers, four production companies have the same fucking ideas, whoever has can make it the easiest for them to work with, or the easiest for them to do it with, is who they're going to go with. Because ultimately, the network decides. The network always has a picture left, right? They're going to decide what goes on the air. So. It, if they all things being equal, it's like, oh, that team is just as good, you know, technically as the other teams. That's the production company we're going with. Um, and that's their idea. That's their community of people. So right now, this community here is growing to be the biggest of this of this type of this. So I'm saying tangible evidence. But if we can take that up, you know, or, or make it a little more blurry instead of being tangible, it's like, OK, implied tangible. Right. So what we could do with that is say other measurements like you were talking about. Um, you're doing brainwave monitoring while you're seeing something in the sky. Um, if I'm trying to figure out what, you know, measure, just like, so my pitch for Skinwalker, right, was was the, let's take every freaking sensor, everything that could ever measure anything, and you put it in one place for a very long time. Um, 
that's why the ghost hunting shows used to frustrate the shit out of me because what would happen is they go to some house for a weekend with a camera and night vision and scream, you know, pointing the camera everywhere saying, I want to fight a ghost. Like that's crazy. So if you do a long-term study and measure every object, measure everything you can in the environment. And then when all these things happen at the same time, Oh, look, a thing appears in the sky. So that's skinwalker. So the next step of that is, well, if we need to find a way to measure everything in somebody on somebody's body, in somebody's body. And how is that person reacting to when something crazy happens? And now you do the same kind of experiment. You take it, you do a longitudinal study, but it's on one lo- the, the location is a person. Um, measure everything and then start seeing what patterns emerge. And if that, you can match the, Dude, that's fire. You can match those things up, you know, then it's like, okay, there's the next step. If we can't get a fucking, <laughs> we can't get a, a, a piece of an object, you know, a piece of a craft, then we got to find other ways to kind of keep trying to make this solid. I know a few ways. I know a few ways. DJ, are there any plans uh, in, for beyond Skinwalk or anything for Yakima Valley? Because it's in the back of the Skinwalk's the Pentagon. It's got uh, the crash in Elk, Elk River in 1979. There's, like I said, there's a crash retrieval team, Hanford, the nuclear site. And then you got... Yakima, Mel's So Hall. I can't tell you about anything. Uh, I'm surprised nothing's been done I can't done talk yet. about any of that. Um, but I can tell you that there's okay. people who, whatever everyone here knows, you know, that's their job to know. And then they're already doing production on nice. these places. If there's, if there's a specific. Nice. I'm excited. That's my home. So it's, it's, it's hot as fuck. That's why I'm saying Yakima Valley needs to have something done. Yeah, there's so many places, man. I can't even keep up. I did a little... Uh, exploration for Mel's Hole with a good friend of mine, and I uh, Wait, where, got buddy? to meet Red Elk. And uh, Mel's, Mel's Hole? Are you serious? Yes. Oh my gosh, it's the funniest <laughs> thing. We were just laughing. Wait, did you find Mel's Hole? Is that like, do, do people know the location? <laughs> yeah, it's in, I can tell you where it's at. It's actually not too far from Red my home. Elk. It's in Ellensburg. Holy Yakima. shit. I know that story. Holy shit. That's crazy. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's why I brought up Yakima. It's actually right there in Yakima Valley, Mel's Hole. Yeah, and that whole area is filled with a lot of phenomena and military stuff. A lot of high-end military stuff happens in that area. But Red Elk is deeply associated with um, uh, Mel's Hole. And uh, he was doing this, like, uh, a seminar. It was like three days. And it was an amazing experience. Uh, he is an incredibly hilarious character. But he speaks a lot of truths. He has some fantasy stuff, but uh, like the first day he shows us his medicine pouch around his neck and says, in here I have a piece of a UFO, but I will never show it to anyone. And the last day, Sounds we like, like Logan Paul after say the that. event, and he's like, <laughs> you want to look at the UFO piece? <laughs> never going to show it. Guys, have you ever like wanted somebody to just like, Get off the fucking ground level, go 3,000 feet up in the air and like look down at everything because there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, I'm sure you guys have seen the, the 411 missing thing with people missing from the, the state parks around America. Yeah. You got UFO sightings all around the world. You got all different type of phenomena, the Bigfoots, the this monster, that monster. Don't you wish like someone could just like look at everything, grab all the data points, all the sightings and anything weird and try to draw some type of conclusion? 
Absolutely, one hundred. Yes, I would. I would love if they let us know all the shit that they actually have, because they probably have all that shit, and they're never gonna fucking tell us. Not even that. No, no, no. I'm just saying, just a random person. I know you mean. I was just being smart. Yeah, absolutely. I would fucking love that shit. It would be great. Absolutely. I want a theory on everything. Absolutely. Where are the portals? (laughs) So, what you said about that? Hey. uh, Um. Oh shit! What were you just saying? The, The one of the kids. Okay, so this is what was crazy. The four, missing 411. So um, I just had this conversation on Twitter with Brandon about the, all right, they, there's a guy who just do, did some study again. Um, I forget what his name is. And he's like the guy about this, this putting a correlation together of missing people and Bigfoot sightings. And um, it happens mainly in national parks. Um, and when Brandon put it out there. I was just like, yeah, you know, every, I pitched that show constantly. Uh, and the network's always shun away from it because I think I actually ruined, ruined it. Um, when I said, you know, in a conversation, because they were, they were like, ah, oh, Bigfoot, I don't know, maybe. And I was like, uh, well, what's more, what's more plausible was how I pitched it. Um, is it more plausible that there is some alien creature that we can, that's been around for hundreds of years. that just keeps going up and down in a ship. It's really hairy, but we can't find it. Or that there's people dressed like Bigfoot abducting people. And immediately it became like really dark. And so that whole topic now can't get anyone to, to touch that topic in particular um, because the framing is if you start putting correlation with missing persons where Bigfoot is, well, there's going to be people who think it's aliens and then there's going to be people who think it's crazy people. Bigfoot's interdimensional, TJ. I mean, I, I agree. what you just said made me even more interested. I want to watch right? that show. Right? Like, there's overlap. There seems to be overlap, man. It gets weird. There seems to be fucking overlap with Bigfoot and UFO sightings and inter. Someone said interdimensional. That's that's my guess on my yeah, limited wow. information. Well, the, that, all right, like, true story. Sorry. I go upstate New York all the time, and um, there's a town in upstate New York called Whitehall, New York. And uh, I'm I'm playing a round of 18 holes, and uh, the Beast uh, of Whitehall. I don't know. I don't know. That's what they call it. But go ahead, the Beast right. of Whitehall. Is I, I I didn't know this, but this so this golf course had Bigfoot like on the thing as we go through. I had known nothing about this. Play the front nine, go to the clubhouse. We're like having a beer at the bar, and it's just like our our foursome. And then like there's a guy at the end of the bar, and the bartender, and the bartender's like, "Go ask Joe over there about Bigfoot." And we're like, uh, okay, right? So we're like, Joe, what? So is Bigfoot real? And he's like, yeah, yeah. We drove around there and came to the 18th hole, and my my dog, he wouldn't jump out of the golf cart, and I saw these two big red beady eyes. And we're like, oh shit. And then he said there was another time where it screamed, and all the kids from the high school, which was a couple miles away, they like pulled the fire alarm. Everyone left. It was like crazy. So I don't know. There's a lot of people I've never met people before who had like real Bigfoot experiences until that day. So I don't know what to say, but you know, they were pretty convinced. Yeah. I mean, stuff out there, man. That, that's where like to Keem's point, there's stuff out there. It's like, if you could pull all those sightings, everything in all at once to one hub and just as citizens, right. As regular people, um, because anyone can go out and do this stuff now. I mean, the, the technology is not really a barrier anymore. Wait, in in the Beast of I, I know it's called the Beast of Whitehall, but I'm pretty sure that also falls in that fucking Bridgewater Triangle, which is that big ass triangle up in the New York, Maryland all area where there's all kinds of Bigfoot UAP sightings. 
Yeah, I think Hudson Valley UAP sighting yeah. too. I don't think it's too far from that. Yeah, that's fucking. I, I'm from fucking Washington. That's where I live, Washington State, man. Not too far from the mountains. So Bigfoot's a thing here, right? right? We hang out. We hang out. So you live in? Wait, you live in Washington? And what do you do? You work outside? Yeah, actually, I, I live in Yakima Valley. Well, Yakima Valley, Washington. Right now, I live on Wibley Island. Uh, I spend most of my time outside, either videoing UAP or looking for gold in the mountains. Spend, spend a lot of my time in the mountains. Yeah, but and I swear to God, I've heard that shit. I I've heard vocalizations that make no sense to me. That documentary about what is it, Northern Canada? I don't know the exact forest name, but that old documentary that's like from the eighties, the the footage. Yep. Where the Sasquatches are like throwing woods at their little camp and throwing wood and like making screeches. That's great. That's the most real shit. <laughs> Listen, Dude, I know. Have you heard the? There's a tape from the 1969. I think that's what I'm thinking of. It's like an old, old tape, and it just brings so much legitimacy to it. Your mic is like we got a lot of reverb feedback from your mic. So whenever I think the one you're talking about, dude, they you listen to the vocalizations of whatever it is, and they've done studies on them. They they're non-human, but it sounds almost like a they said a native talk. It's just a loud boom. She, he just said I have bipolar. What the fuck? That is that is the most believable footage I've ever seen of Sasquatch. Like that, what you're talking about. I don't I'm know. Trying all to the right now. I'm trying to pull it up on YouTube. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were saying I'm bipolar. I said, shit, every, it's out. I got to go. I've seen a bunch of this Bigfoot stuff, you know, but like that one from the 60s, right? What you're talking about. Northern oh, you're Cal- talking about the the Patterson one. And they've done a the, that one, too, with the boobs, where the, the thing moves and you can see the muscles and it, it's a breast. It's got breasts. It's a female. And they enhance oh. it, right? Are you talking about the, the vocal one where it's just audio? And the I'm talking been... about just the audio. Oh, where the then, guys, yeah, that's it. It's They, spooky, they wall themselves in the tree, right? And they're all around that's it. it. Yep. That's, that's it. That, where they, that they're the scared and they hold themselves up and there's orbs and shit. That's by far, to me, that's by far the most believable evidence there is. Dude, that's fire as fuck. That's fire my favorite, fuck. actually. My favorite, actually. The, the sound of that spooks me every time I listen to it because as you're listening, it sounds like an almost a grunt native chant, but you clearly tell something's off and they're, they're vocalizing each other. And they said the whole time that this was going on, they're watching lights in the sky, orbs. It's coming to the door, fucking with the door, not coming in. Yeah. That, I'd shit my pants. All right. Just real quick. Like if we're not speaking, let's turn the mics off too, just cause it'll fucking help. Um, I just want to say I know fucking Bigfoot's real because Dory the Eyes that fucking described them to a fucking T and her shit. So that's how I know. Okay, that's what I'll say. So there's they seem to be an interdimensional thing that can just fucking disappear what it wants to. I don't know. It sounds weird, but it's all weird. So why not, right? Are there? That's interesting. Are there a lot of people um, that are there people that see them a lot like like you guys experiencers or you know you're like ufo whispers versus these guys are they like bigfoot whispers we need steven greer to meditate to the bigfoot i can tell you i can tell you that in my case i've i've heard vocalization uh 
before I knew what Bigfoot was, this is the very first instance I had. I actually thought somebody was fucking with me. I went to go prospecting again in my spot that no one knows about. And as I was going back there, I see what clearly in my head was, oh, great, a human found my spot and they decided to put a fake Bigfoot footprint in. Because there's a Bigfoot footprint sliding down a hill. It looked like it stepped and went down the, into a hill. All I could think was, this is before my, I heard the first vocalization was, oh, motherfuckers out here and they're messing with me because I didn't know what that was. And then I woke up, I think it was like three months later, I woke up one morning like 4 a.m. And I kept hearing this loud vocalization and I actually recorded it. I have to find it. And I couldn't figure out what it was. I know what a cougar screams like. I know Bobcat. I know all that stuff in this area. Whatever this was, everything else was silent. This thing almost sounded almost like there was an ape, apish in a way. The way it, it, it started off and it just kept going and it made my hair stand up on the back of my fucking neck. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I like this spot. So I, I, I See, don't know if it's that. Idea. Say, there's a whole bigger idea there. I think we're more open no, to, to that uh, stuff though, as I, well. I, I so, think it's, I'm thinking of a completely different t- like angle at it where, you know, your stuff, you know, I think Sean just said it. Like, you know, it's, it's all could be the same shit, right? I think that was Gary Nolan's. I think like, it is. Well, Gary Nolan, you know, that story he tells about the little girls who were driving in the car with their mom and they looked up and they saw what they all thought was a UFO and the little girls had a camera and they took a picture. Um, the mom described it differently. They described it differently. But it was, the camera picked it up and it was just like this really bright white ball. And it, it that white ball takes on the shape of whatever the people are thinking it is. It's all the same thing, right? But it's so fucking far advanced that it knows what you want to think it is. This is their, their theory, right? It's like, we're gonna, it's really just a ball of whiteness and you see it as something else. The camera picked it up for what it was, right? In this case, right? Maybe it didn't camouflage itself, whatever. Just like that creep, that, that out there thinking. And so you got people who manifest this stuff around them, right? Like Sean's an experience. You, you see this on a regular basis, but you see the lights in the sky. Are there Bigfoot people like that, that, that see that thing all the time. Like they go outside, they're like, yeah, shit, there's 17 big around like, me. Yeah, shit. Say what? That would be fucking crazy. I don't <laughs> Like Bigfoot Wranglers and shit. Like, are there people who just like, they go outside and it's, you know, they wave at them. Like they're on their front porch. Like, what the hell? So, TJ, what are your, what are your thoughts? And I love the story that you brought up, right, with, um, Right, Gary Nolan's talking about the fam. I think it's like a father and his two Something daughters. Like it, right, family. Like, yeah. There was like three people in the car, and the picture is really cool. I hope somebody can find that picture, and I'll see if I can throw it up in the nest here in a moment, so everyone can see it. But essentially, right, the story is right. The girls are in the car. They look up in the sky and they see a flying saucer, right? But and then they take a picture with their cell phone. I think this is like maybe this is in like the two thousands, so it was like a flip phone or some shit. And they take a picture, and the picture comes out, and it's a star shape. It's not a saucer. Um, so that leads to, like, this dilemma where, obviously, somebody is seeing something with their eyes, but when they take the picture, it's different. And there is a really cool researcher, uh, which, and I think this is great. Like, we need to bring in more specialties into this topic. Um, Dr. Joseph Burks, MD, I'm sure many people know him, uh, but he spoke about... Um, you know, somebody with significantly advanced technology may be able to influence your optic right, nerve, exactly. your retina. That, right. So somebody could be seeing something that is not there. So Bigfoot, for instance, could be something that 
people are being influenced to see. I'm not saying that they're not seeing something that's really there, but maybe whatever's there really wants you to see Bigfoot, even though but, Bigfoot may not be there. But I'm a gamer. It could be just a, a frame rate issue, right? Yeah. You know, like if you look at a helicopter and you snap a picture and your camera links up with the helicopter, like the you might see all the blades. It might not even be blurry, you know? Yeah. That'd be that's actually, really cool. that's a good point, but that'd be, in this case, it'd be interdimensional. The exact same thing. If it was interdimensional, it'd be exactly like that. You'd see a slice of it at that moment, and it would look completely different to you. I don't know why I got on that, but I wanted to say that you were talking about the God damn it, oh, non-duality. We were talking about, I think, Bigfoot, all this, all different expressions of the same thing, which brings me to that Colonel, Colonel Thomas Beard and his one human problem, and he kind of talks about the whole – the whole thing is literally bringing us to it, right? Like say the key to this is consciousness. It's the main goal, whatever's already there. And it's coming here to bring us there with all these gifts, the gifting fields, all these different fucking things, like showing us what we need to see to step us in the right direction. What if they're not though, right? What if they're just us on the other side? And so the two of us are making progress together. And they're they're just they're that could be as well too, beyond. man. We're all just kind of brushing that curtain. It's like, oh, we're talking about nothing. I don't know what the fuck it is. And you guys are get better together. I mean, it doesn't have to be like I, I always go back against the, you know, we're not the beautiful unique snowflake, right? Like, why do we? Why are we thinking there's going to be somebody who's going to come and save us? There's someone going to be better. No, I don't think they're trying to save us. I don't think they're trying to save us. I think. Well, why would they help you then? They're leaving it's it up to that, us. Right? Well, no, I think. I think. Well, I guess let me say not help per se. Let me. In right. my perspective, I mean it this way. Like, let's say there's a there's a finish line. Whatever this is has made it to that finish line, consciousness. Let's say consciousness is the key to all of this. The non-duality thing I was talking about, everything, same expression, different expressions, the same thing. And they're just trying to bring us to that level, whatever the level is, where you turn into a super being or a ghost. Or, and we're all part of that. I don't know. Maybe there's nothing else to do. That's just where I'm standing. Bro. That's just where I stand. It's kind of self. Kind of self it's kind where of are you getting the philosophy? Like, yeah, because like, yeah, it, it, it... Go ahead, TJ. Go ahead. No, 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 man. Go quick. Here. No, TJ got me second-guessing my shit now, man. Now, man. Assigning its intent to a non-human intelligence is hard, right? Again, this is all anthropocentric point of view. We all think like humans, therefore we're we're likely to project. That's actually, right. That's the you know that's, onto yeah, challenge else. there, right? I'm, I'm kind of playing that card, like okay, yeah. So why? Why? Well, if you apply our thinking to why, well, I mean, so have we ever thought that like, it's possible that we'll never know why? Like, a fish will never know why we are fishing in the sea. Like humans are in there fishing, and there's no way you can ever explain it to a fish that they're going to go, oh, okay, right? But the fish and so the fish aren't thinking. We'll never get. Aren't thinking that humans are coming to make them better. The fish are food. <laughs> I don't even think they realize it's happening. That's what I'm saying. Fish are food in that scenario. That's not, you know, you don't want to think of it that way. I mean, are we food? I hope not, God. But what, what kind of food? It doesn't have to be that kind of food. Maybe it's a knowledge food. Yeah. Maybe it's a fucking soul no. food. And like that missing Ethereal four, energy. Yeah. Like, loose. What about the missing loose. 411 that don't come back? I mean, you know, we all talk about the missing 411, right? But like, what about people that they never find? Hey, Sean, you got feedback, brother. Um, yeah, your mic I'll, is horrible, bro. I'll say, God, I had a, I had a good point, guys. Pretend I made it. I just forgot that shit. 
Hold on, hold on. Real quick. Mine might be horrible, but it doesn't help when there's five speakers on at once e- either because it's like mad shit. So hey, MC, it, MC, ma- MC, it makes MC, my, no it makes my <laughs> shitty mic shittier. Um, Some of this might be lagging. I think it's probably lagging. It's like echoing in some way. Yeah. All right. You it's, know, it's, it's all right. It's Tim's mic. I always thought that, uh, like, this Bigfoot, aliens, all this stuff, right? There were always, like, mythical creatures throughout all of history, right? What if they realized, like, look, we're smart, but those humans, they're psycho fucking paths. Like, fuck them. We're going to go into hiding. Like, we're not going to interact. Like, if you you run into a deer in the woods, what does it do? (laughs) It disappears. It disappears. It gets the fuck out of there, you know? TJ, you made a point too. What they don't necessarily have to feed on, you know, what do they feed on? Louche. Uh, I don't know. Louche. What is Louche? The Gnosticism thing. Okay, trauma. Like they want. No, you to but you gotta suffer. you gotta define it as like Lush. some sort of energy source, and well, that's, that's difficult meant. to my, prove. My point is this: there's 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 theories out there that they feed on. There's some negative entities feed on trauma or louche or whatever. So they want you to fail. They set you up. So for example, you wouldn't know your food. No, or, but you would but, think you're succeeding, you're it. and yet you're, you're fucking. Thinking of it. You're saying that they have an intent, like that they even that they want to do good or bad. To them, it's not good or bad. No, no, I'm I'm saying it just is like just like if we're yeah, a fish, that's my point. Fish with humans, then then you're the whole thing is if they're feeding on whatever it is that you're saying, they're treating you as food. So it doesn't freaking matter. You're well, we don't. Or, know or, or like a cow. Think of good it. Good fish like metaphor, cow. TJ. I like it. Good fish metaphor. I use this too. Well, we we can apply good and evil, but that doesn't mean it's good and evil in all aspects, right? Okay. You're not seeing it from the top down view. My point is, uh, yeah, they can feed on all kinds of shit. The prison planet thing, like we're here for a reason, and it, it's just sh- our lives are it, shitty for a reason, right? All right, hold on, hold on. Is hold it on, is please, it hold on when you milk a cow? <laughs> hold on, you don't know, quick. Hold on. Evil if you milk a cow. All right, Chase, can you hear me, Chase? I, I can hear you, Sean. All right. Shane, I'm not saying what you're saying isn't a thing, but that's a lot of doom and gloom, man. Is that, do you like, do you really think like some fucking aliens just control? I, dude, I, 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 hold on. You just said a lot of doom and gloom. I just moved in with a dude because uh, I'm getting a divorce. Oh, don't you fucking dare give me your Don't you dare give me your shit. Don't you dare start trying to tug at my heartstrings. Don't you do that. I wasn't talking about your personal life. I'm talking about with this. Don't you fucking, you asshole. You know what I meant. Yes, yes. So, do you really think... That's what I think. Okay, got you. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm lunch, bro. Lunch. That's why they interact with me, 100%. I think my PTSD, my combat, my trauma is what attracted them. And I also think the continued trauma and things like that, I think it's not necessarily here to help me. They're here to enjoy my failures and things like that. And that's why I continue to record them like you do see them. Okay, hold, hold on. Can I ask you a question? You can ask me anything, Sean. All right. And this is like, because I've always been, I've been curious to ask you this because I know this is how you feel. I've heard you speak about this before. Don't you think, if that's how you feel, that you continuing to seek them out, continuing to record them and stuff like that, is it necessarily conducive to what you want? Like, don't, why wouldn't you rather, like, listen, I don't have to explain to me about stuff being around. 
I know how stuff is around. Like, I, I get it. Trust me. You know, I know. But when you seek, because you, because I mean, I'm not blaming you. I get why you seek. You don't have to explain that to me. But do you understand how that could um, feed into what you already think is something negative when you do that? 100%. Here's what I'm going to tell you. You're right on all. Every time this is what's happened. It caught my attention. I ran hard. That's how I became podcast reporter on the subject, right? I've broke up with them so many times, Sean. Not looked up because sometimes Wait, you I've got actual with... trauma from what? fucking experience. Broke up with UFOs. Say that again. You did what? Broke up with UFOs. Straight up said, I'm not going to do research. I'm not going to even research, record. I don't give a fuck if they show their balls to me in the air. I'm not recording them. And then something happens. Like the last time I think I recorded it. That fucking, it's brand new. And I just stopped. I'm like, okay, I got to record this. And it pulls me right the fuck. Dude, this happened the last time. So I stopped recording them again. And I had like three different experiences that happened. Kind of the same type shit. And one day I'm outside and I tell my, and I keep seeing this flash. And I'm like, just fuck off, dude. I'm done with this shit. And I'm standing there. I'm on my back patio. All of a sudden, I don't hear, I feel. The loudest sound, sound like a fucking F-16 was right above me, just right there. Didn't hear it come up, didn't hear it go anywhere. As the time I look up, it's that orb, just that same orb I record. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? My whole body was tingling. My balls were shaking from the vibration. I actually <laughs> told a couple people from this shit, bro. Sounds crazy. I was like, what the fuck? So I watched it go away. It sh- As it's going away, it didn't turn. It just shifts back. So then I go, oh, fuck it. I'm going to record this shit. So I, I recorded that. And I think I told a couple people, yeah, dude, every time you're right. It's not conducive. The shit's fucked my life up being. Yeah. Like share. And again, every time I break up with it, the cocksucker pulls me back in. I'm like, I got to figure out what this is. Right, Find my own I, answers, can right? Can I, can That's I why. You, can I offer you some friendly advice since, you know, we, we were, we've been friends on here since early, since the first day. Actually, you're Actually, my first friend here, bro. There we go, right? So my suggestion to you as somebody who has his own similar experiences but not with the negative um, effect, I'd say, try not – don't even record if that's how you feel. Try – like you could still – you're still involved in the topic and all that stuff, right? You could still do all that stuff. Like stuff might still be around, but if you – if, if it's negative for you, you're literally just seeking. It's like a bad relationship. It sounds like. It sounds like a fucking shitty, a shitty broad you're with, and you just keep going back to her. So you know what I mean. Just, uh, just my friendly advice: take it or fucking leave it. Right? Do whatever the fuck you want. You're grown. You're like fifty. Do do what you want. But um, wait, can I can I better understand the story? Is there like a orb haunting you and following you around? All right, so quick and never dirty is uh, 2000, or wait, no, what, 2020, around 2020, I left Wounded Warrior Project uh, Care for the last time. I'm a combat veteran. So pandemic happened. I'm in Yakima Valley. This is before I knew it was a fucking hot spot. I spent a lot of time outside, and I started seeing lights every night, like flashing in my eyes, things like that. This orb, I'll call it an orb. It looks like a ball of plasma, and, I, and I'll tell you that it gets danger close. 200 feet, things like that. And I'll record it over and oh, and it would just dilly dally. And it, it would know where I'm at when I'm there. Constantly share this fucking thing with people. And the last time I shared it, I took a Navy veteran who wanted his first experience to Toppenish. We decided we'll wake up at 3.30 in the morning because it's the 4th of July. We want to skip the fireworks. We walk outside and it's waiting for us. And that shit happens over 
and over, right? And it's like, what the fuck? Does it try actually, to lead? Does it try to lead you to go follow it? Well, I, I don't know that for sure. But what I do know is this: uh, Heineck has done a study. There's been a study in Yakima Valley, and they're famous for those lights. And those lights just happen to like me, so I'm under the impression it's my trauma. And it could be trying to get my attention for some reason. I don't want to go that route. I'll say that I just see them and share them and record them and have no idea why. Trauma is the only thing I can think of because I've, I've got a load of it, right? It's, so, yeah, it sounds funny, but I broke up with them so many times. You'll see me dip out, and then they pull me fucking back in because I want my own answer. If you catch them on recording, they are real then. Hey, Keem, if you check up top there, I posted one of Old Vet's videos um, and then also one of Sean's videos. Both are very interesting, and I think you definitely should check them out. But I think that's kind of what you're talking right, Shane? Yeah, bro, I'll put it to you this way, brother. Like I said, I just told you at the Care, because of my search for answers, I did how many podcasts? That's why I ended up being a reporter for the Roswell Daily Record. And looking back, I'm like, fuck, man, if aliens didn't give me everything, I probably would have wanted out of my life, right? Help fix my life, but fuck my life. That's crazy yeah. story. And that, that video, that video looks similar to like uh, – like a balloon or something. And, and, and the pen, the pen tweet I'm referring to. Oh, he's talking balloon entity. Oh, which ones you post, bro? You do the orbs. Yeah. Yep. Balloon entity. It looks like a, yeah. it does look yeah. like a balloon. So that this thing here, that thing in the, okay. Basically I was outside. I look up, I see a glint in the sky, and I, I kind of turn away. And I, as I'm walking down the street, I look to my left, and it's hovering about 200 feet up. So I look across the street, and I see the doctor, and I said, what the fuck is that? And she, she tells me, she goes, I don't, I don't know. What, it, what is that? And we both watch it, and it just kind of it goes up slowly. And I record it for 10 minutes. That's just a little clip. Uh, the closest, that's when it was closer. And as I'm recording it, I'm watching it. It goes. It flies completely out of uh, out of distance. You can go to, uh, I think it's military witness to UAP, Shannon Scott and Rob Featherly. They did a uh, analysis on it. And when it actually goes out of sight, it speeds up and starts doing crazy shit. So that thing's been around me three or four times. That's the first time I recorded it. And then usually it's a, an orb. And you can find them all over my Twitter, right? It's orbs, balls of plasma. And sometimes I could even ask for them and they just show the fuck up. I think there's even a video of that. I don't even know, bro. I'm not claiming anything. I'm just saying I don't know what the fuck it is. Balls of plasma is usually what it is, but that balloon thing hangs out with me sometimes. Those are my only friends. I'm kind of pathetic like that. Shane, when you um the the, the plasma balls, like, do you ever see them go? How do they go away for you? So, so <laughs> sometimes, sometimes these guys, uh, what they end up doing is just disappearing. Sometimes. They changed color, right? To The last time I saw one, it literally was doing its normal shit. And in my head, I say, I'm not fucking, like you said, I'm not filming you motherfuckers anymore. I'm done. You're doing the same shit. Impress me, basically. And then it turns to a the light that I normally see, the, the whitish, shining, pulsing, turns into a fucking, it looks like a flame. And it just looks like a flame, and it's going, and it's going, and it disappears, right? I don't see it go away. I don't see it, like, you know, a flame would gradually go out. None of that. It's just gone. And I'll, I'll catch it again somewhere else, another part of the sky. See, I 
for me, they they almost always fade out like slowly to the point where I'll, I'll call it like and you you'll just see it fade away and whether it's just not visible to me or it fucking disappears i have no idea but i was just curious how uh it was for you because that's how that's how it is for me when i see those shits they don't ever like uh pop away it's always like a fade away very strange do you, do you ever feel that they're um do you ever feel that they're communicating in some way, like telepathically? So I'll say I never got a direct telepathic message, but yes, it is. The whole thing is a definitely a communication in my, for me, because it's uh, targeted, targeted sightings, intentional, um, very, you know, whatever. It's it's so yeah. It's definitely. When you travel 200 miles into the mountains. When I was a child, when I was a child, um, I was like 10 years old. I was on the school bus. I saw a UFO in the sky. But before I saw the UFO in the sky, I was looking at trees. There, There was nothing but trees. It was on my dad's property. I was on the school bus. It was trees. After the trees, there was an open field. And before I got to the open field, I knew that it was there in the sky. I get to the open field and sure enough, it's there. And the whole time it's like, don't say anything. Everything's chill. Everything's calm. This is a great experience. And it isn't until I'm like five minutes from school, maybe 20 minutes later, do I have the what the fuck moment. But at that point, there's like no one to tell like, hey, look, there's a UFO in the sky. It's like long gone. Like it to me, I feel like either. I had a coping mechanism as a kid to not like freak out or something, or this thing was communicating with me. Oh, it was communicating. I think that you're right. Like when I say communication, I'll think things in my head. This sounds fucking crazy, but I promise you I'll think things in my head. And then I, I've got a video of me flashing it twice once and it flashes back, whatever this orb is, but I'll think things in my head. Like I'm not, dealing with you leave me the fuck alone unless you're doing something new and then something new happens things like that right or no you're this you're that and then it'll start doing almost like it's answering me so i i don't necessarily think it's communication i think it's always tapped in it chooses who and what it wants to listen to i'm guessing because i don't understand how any of it works you made a comment you just knew it was there dude how many of us just know where to look and when to look and it's there right then is it because it's telling us or we connect to it? You know how many times I've just stepped out my back door, looked straight up, and it's there. And I'm like, bring my phone, record. You're right. I think it's reading us. We're communicating in a way we don't know. And it's probably fucking, who knows, man. We're all food. Gloom and doom. No, no, no. Because you, you, no, you can turn that on its head, man. And you can say, all right, what's going on here? Why does there seem to be communication? Let me try this. Let me try that. And X, Y, and Z. And that's kind of the approach that I took to it because it just kind of, it fucking amazed me. Like, because it's not about UFOs and fucking aliens. For me, it just went bigger than that. It's like, what is happening? How is this able to be a thing? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I mean, earlier, kind of, Shane was talking about his own experiences of like, he feels like maybe trauma sometimes can trigger that. But you've, you've described in your, you know, past spaces, it's, you're more of like, you describe more of like a knowing. And I want you to describe, I'm not trying to. 
Whoa, like, can, can you get more in on on that, Sean? As far as like, what exactly are you trying to are you trying to achieve anything mentally or emotionally or physically before contact? Like, there's any sort of like um, internal trigger that feels like it more um, is receiving to that, or is it literally just like a vibe you get, or what's what's your kind of take on that? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, first, I want to say the um, the trauma thing. When this all first started with me, that I was going through like an insane time in my life. So, you know, this is a theme you hear. Like Shane just said it too, right? He he mentioned the trauma. I don't know if it had anything to do with what was going on with me at the time, but like there was a lot of stuff going on in my life at that time. Um, so I just wanted to mention that um so the knowing that you're talking about that right so once once my first event started happening and my curiosity was peaked and i was like okay this seems to be something that can kind of show up right i didn't know anything about ce5 or anything like that at this time i just knew that things were happening multiple times where they, sh they sh shouldn't have. And I was going to different places too, right? So once I started going out of state, once I started going to different places and just really trying to prove myself wrong, right? Like, and I'm noticing patterns that are going on and stuff like that. So that, that knowing it's kind of like, it's like no way to say it without it sounding arrogant, but it's not like that. It's just like it, it happened. It's happening so often and you get into this groove of contact. Right. And for me, it's not anything deep. I don't like it. It's just like, it was more like something was going on. I noticed it. My curiosity was peaked. I investigated it. I didn't figure it out, but I, I figured out patterns. And for whatever reason, this thing, I, you know what I mean? There's, there's some stuff it's just hard for me to verbalize, but the knowing is just, it's, it's happening. It's just, it's that knowing that you're, that, that, to, that they talk about for manifestation, kind of. It's like, you don't trick yourself into knowing. It's just, it, it just became a part of my life, I guess. And maybe I was able to incorporate that with other things. I don't know, but I don't, if contact was heavy for me, if it was just big, I wouldn't do it. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be into it. I like the fact that whatever's going on, because I don't know, understand all of it at all, right? But I do know that I have a way to connect. And I know that it's a two-way street. I can't connect if they don't want to, whoever the fuck they is, or whatever the hell's going on, right? I don't know. But, you know, like, the, my accuracy rate is it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty good. And I'm able to get certain things on camera that, most people may not be able to get, and I feel like that's on purpose. Uh, I feel like a lot of the stuff I get, I'm meant to get. Like, that's the overwhelming feeling I, I got. You know, there's, there's been a lot of weird shit that I've recorded, and it's like, oh, this is clearly something absurd. This is something absurd that's happening, and I, I'm allowed to film it for whatever fucking reason. Um, so I hope that answers your question, Jared. TJ, you still here? He dropped down to a listener, but he's still here. Damn. I want to ask him a question. 
Hold on. He just requested to come back up. Hold on. Uh, <clears throat> basically, I want to ask about uh, Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer's been making the rounds for years on all these podcasts and, you know, claims to have the ability to meditate with the aliens and bring them all in. Um, it's got an app on it, multiple different um, uh, podcasts and whatnot. <laughs> How come? How come we don't see like a guest appearance from Stephen Greer, like the real test, right? We got the scientists, we got all the all the experts there. Like, well, he I, lost his mojo. He lost his mojo years ago. His events that he charges people thousands of dollars to come see, he has to force some camera uh, effects that are just like natural stuff, you know, photographic glitches and comes up with these elaborate stories about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay I, that's that's fair and all but skinwalker ranch is the place to have the steven gear uh greer test like he should be there it should be on television like it should like that is not, that puts that to rest this is the thing right asked the question in the space recently and i'm like he should have the best evidence for CE5, right? He has all the resources. He's like the face of it. He has all this stuff, but he he doesn't care anymore. He doesn't want, it's not even his, not that he probably can't even do it. Like he says he can, like, like Buddy just said, but he also, his focus, he's so like narcissistic and just about the money that I don't think he has the motivation to do that because that's exactly what should be done. Anyone with common sense says, wait, this guy can, bring in these things and he has all the resources in contact well okay, okay but listen guys 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 skinwalker the tv show right puts out the challenge to stephen greer invites him on public gets behind it runs a campaign he says no to that like okay well that's it. right <laughs> like you know, no he would I, I'm if sure he, he says would, yes there, there's better people than Stephen, there's better people than stephen greer to come to skinwalker yeah. is i think what we're saying not, not in the normie. Like I represent normie world. Oh, Stephen Greer oh, wow. has that's... made enough rounds and enough noise, like out in normie world, yeah. where he is like the main guy. That's a really good point, man. Stephen Greer really should go somewhere else where there isn't already paranormal activity. Then he should go in a spot that's not known for anything. If he can bring him in there, then that's great. Because if you go to Skinwalker, he's just. There's already stuff happening there. Saying, we can't, I wouldn't even attribute that to him. Yeah, that's a... Uh, huh. Interesting. I think there's probably 15 uh, people who can um, do programmed sightings with a really high level of repeatability and accuracy. Right, but and I agree, those people should be uh, utilized in cooperation with some good scientific efforts to, uh, if you can summon, buddy, I can't hear what anyone's saying. <laughs> like your mic is so bad. Poor John. The cohort, buddy. So the government, take, there's about a hundred, well, there used to be a hundred individuals, the United States government used to monitor because of the phenomenon, right? And uh, Jim Simivad said, Quite a few of them have killed themselves or died off because of the phenomenon. So, yeah, the government actually monitors a group of individual super experiencers, the cohort. Look it up, man. It's fucking crazy shit. The reason, Matter of fact, uh, the reason why Stephen Greer isn't involved in Skinwalker Ranch is a faction debate. It's not uh, who it, it's simply narrative control. 
Skinwalker Ranch and their scientists align themselves with a certain narrative and a certain form of research. They're looking for certain answers. Stephen Greer represents an opposite opposing thing. Lou Elizondo has called Stephen Greer a terrorist. So like there, there's a, there's a serious beef going on. There's a rift. It's not about who's got the better story either because both sides and I'm yeah, not, but Greer, Greer's been awesome. Yeah, but yeah, but this is Greer. Talking and... about, I'm the drama king, right? right? I'm Keemstar from Drumler. This is why these two fucking ideas must battle in a place like Skinwalker Ranch. Agreed. This is how you go trending. This is how it goes Absolutely. viral. This is how you the world to pay attention, bro. Let's like really test these ideas and challenge this shit. Let's yeah, see but... it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's see this battle take place. That's how we make some noise. Fair, they tried Fucking Green love it. Street and Green Street kind of just took a giant big old shit right so it's like sometimes that battle's not as viral and good for you as you think like if you're wanting serious science done and sometimes you gotta be no you understand i I think the only problem with greer did you say green street because you say green street yeah yeah when green street when the green street came to fucking skinwalker they invited his ass and he did some dumbass video that whole video that he did that was i i truly believe like that was a huge spike at the beginning of our season like our our ratings yeah. fucking shot through the roof when that happened. He's a douchebag, man. No, fuck, I, I, I don't get this is there. Whatever. The point is though, like what Keem's saying, like right? You take in Normie World. These are the two. These are the two most popular things in Normie World, right? They don't know what fucking Marley Wood and Moe's Hole and all this other shit. They don't know that stuff, but they know these two names. That's an interesting take on this, man. Like. They know Stephen Greer and they know the um, L on a son. Yeah, they know th- those are the two guys. Those are the main guys that the public knows in normie right. world. Look, I'll be the first to tell you guys. Uh, Greer, actually, a lot of the people that he had, especially his last conference, legit crashed. Too- but the problem is, I think he was popped that one time. Flares selling fucking. Yeah, but made, you got to understand. Flares are all. You know, the way it's working right now, if someone use factions, that's a good way to say it. I mean, but, you know, it's, it's like anything, right? It's, this is how the world works. <laughs> you know, uh, nobody succeeds in a vacuum, right? Whenever there's one person who invents something, there's somebody else that's probably done the exact same thing at a very similar time. And so you have all of these things are be- more easily studied right now than they've ever been before. And so you have different groups emerging. And it's just a matter of who's getting the word out, which group is going to get that word out. And for no other reason than like, to become the authority in that subject. Like it, somebody has to do it. And the authority used to work, you know, behind the scenes, right? You would never see this kind of play out in media. You'd just see companies battling behind the scenes until someone gets a contract. It's like, oh yeah, here's, you know, this is the, these are the ones that are going to set what the rules are. Um, that's, what's just, that's what's happening. It's a, it's a new science that emerges. This always happens. So... And, and and those two have talked about having debates multiple times. And Stephen Greer said, I'm open to it. I'm open to it, right? Um, imagine if that debate took place at Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> I mean, guys, come on. Come on. Hey, you know, I need to point out, to be fair, uh, I was talking about Stephen Greer's past. That's kind of pot calling the kettle black for me. So especially past type shit, trying to get past it. I, I was just saying, I think that's, that's why they're – a lot of people within the, the part of the community that wants it taken hardcore serious, wants him far away. I'm not saying he's done. He's been an asset. If you, if you take the good and bad, I'm just saying we got to just like people have their problems. Elizondo, he brings baggage. And that's I know he's fake. I didn't know. See, I'm not in touch with the real world. Right. I'm I'm a weirdo that hangs out in these rooms. So it's good to know, Keem. 
I didn't realize that he was so big in the normie world. He's got legit people. Let me. Can I give you an example of just how how big Stephen Greer actually is and where he's branched off to? DJ Vlad is a YouTube channel that interviews rappers, like hip hop rappers. Very massive viral channel in Normie Land, right? Stephen Greer uh, went on there, talked for like a good hour, and the way DJ uh, DJ Vlad like cuts up his videos, he'll just do like six minute segments on a topic. And he'll make multiple videos and he'll put them out. Every single one of those videos has millions of views. And he like shit out like at least 10, probably closer to 15 videos of Stephen Greer that he put on his channel. They all went massively viral. I watched most of them. They're all really interesting, really good. Um, Like this guy's everywhere. He's been on Impulsive. He's been on Logan Paul. He's like, he does the rounds. He's on everybody's podcast. Um, Stephen Greer just had all those, uh, you know, serious uh, military people with their stories and whatnot. And then he got those guys on multiple different people's podcasts. Like th- this guy's making ways. Uh, I know he's what, not respected in this circle. What do people think of him? Like, I know a lot of people hate he's on him. He's like, hosted two uh, Senate hearings for the U S and for the U S senators, uh, during the, the Boston bombing as well. Uh, Stephen Greer hosted those as well. But what is this team? What, what's the take on? It? Like, do people perceive him as like crazy? Do they think he's in the know? Do they think he's, you know, eccentric? So the the people that are like hardcore, like in in the UFO like world, um, I would say half of them think that he's like a, a con artist, right? Um, the other half in the deep in the UFO, you know, phenomenon community, whatever, um, think he's legit. And then the outside world, the normies, I think it's more 70% like actually believe him and think he's legit. So I just want to see him challenged and test it, which it seems like he's saying in these interviews that he's open to debate anyone. I think he said that for years, though. I feel like that's his that's always his thing. But then whenever it comes time, there's a reason why it doesn't happen. I feel like that's been set up. I will say that. That last Senate hearing that Michael that Michael Herrera, the Marine, the one in Indonesia, I posted up in the, I guess what is it, pin thing up there, but a report on that dude. That uh, he has a lot of people underneath him. This last one, grass retrieval. I'm telling you, they're legit, and it's just a matter of people are marking him for his past. And I'm not saying either way, but yeah, I think that's what what it is. It's just a flavor, like people uh, kind of it's that mentioned side. I'm sorry, I gotta ask everybody in this room, like, what does it take? What does it take for a major politician to come forward to say that this happens? How many times oh, hold on. Must we no, hear let's it stay on again? Let's stay on grid. Let's stay on no, grid. No, we've heard this. Hey, Tool, Tool, let's show. let's stick let's to Greer for a minute. I know, but we've heard this come from astronauts. Is- Yeah, I mean, I'm super down for, like, some sort of celebrity death match, Greer versus, you know, Skimwalker Ranch or whatever you guys are talking about. I mean, I do think that would be the highest ranking episode of, uh, you know, Ancient Aliens or, you know, Skimwalker Ranch, whatever that would be on, right? I mean, that's pretty crazy. I'm just saying we should get all these guys. Like, you know, everybody that's seen as a leader in this space, they should all be – in a debate and all be in a conversation together. The problem with this, though, King, is debating this. This topic's facts are pretty flexible at the moment. 
That's the thing. Like, what? How do you no, create this think, and uh, have someone that could be like validate? I think the bigger problem is that it's so polarized. Like, so we live. You know, everything right now is a binary choice, right? You come down on one side politically or the other, and so that's why this community in particular had, had a hard time trying to get going. Um, there was a time when. Uh, just started hitting news like 2017, 2018, and then again like the last two years where both uh, both political talking sides try to take, you know, put their flag in it. And then they both get their experts in their groups. And those groups kind of, this is what happens. Um, I don't think that they'll ever talk because to, to lose in a debate about something along these lines in their minds will equate to I'm letting my side down. And this is just what it is. It's, just, it's been so polarized. And uh, I don't think I'll ever talk, honestly. TJ, that's a really good point. Um, but I think King, to Keem's point, to the public, like us as people who engage with youthful research on the daily, um, we tend to, you know, it's a microcosm. We get up, you know, we get into these things and these clicks. But to the outside perspective, I mean, we also alienate ourselves from that, too, because we're so involved with this stuff. But I think we should be looking at this from the public arena too, from the public point of view and people it, it's confusing to the people on the outside, why these guys aren't all communicating. And Keem, I just got to say like, keep looking into that. Cause there, it's a huge issue, especially right now. Like TJ said, everyone's polarized, but it's, it seems to not be because of natural causes. The polarization seems to be ingrained in the culture itself and preventing people from being able to listen to Greer and uh, Gary Nolan or Greer and these other people. You almost got to step back a little bit and then just kind of take it all in and make your own decision. Because if you start to play these like inner politics, like the stakes are so high right now because we might have the potential to release. There might be a release of big information that leads to tech and companies and new billionaires are going to get made and new laws are going to get made. And so a lot of people are waiting to sit in that chair when the music stops. And I think the 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 battles that we're seeing, the sides that we're seeing drawn, the lines in the sand we're seeing drawn are simply because we're at this crazy point in time where a lot of money and a lot of potential is sitting at the table and no one wants to leave until they got their hand on it. And that's and kind of a half of these people are feds, bro. Half of these people are full of shit, bro. They're from the government. They're spinning us the wrong way. Project Project Blue Book, bro. We gotta figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Government's never gonna tell anybody shit, man. This is this is why this is great. Like, you know, you're talking about like, oh, who this is one of my biggest gripes with this with the whole UFO Twitter crowd uh since the beginning. Um I'm going back like twenty what, twenty seventeen, right? Twenty eighteen. It started where it became these these the factions were drawn by like who they wanted to believe, right? And I said this to Sean, I say it openly all the time, like everything we know up until the last few years is mythology. It's all nonsense. We've never seen anything that's told anybody any, like there's always something behind it, right? So nothing's for, we don't know what's real at all. Um, it's all stories for all we know. And so now you're starting to see like Skinwalker, I think really to me, you know, obviously I'm biased about it, but like what it did, it really started to bring it to the public opinion in a bigger way because it hit an older age group, it hit a demographic that wasn't, this was not part of their daily, you know, daily life. And uh, it was one of those things where you see it kind of take off where, okay, this was the fuse that kind of lit everything because it became more accepted more, you know, once Brandon became public, it was like, wait, this is for real? This guy's a super successful, like, what does he need to do this shit for? Like, 
it, it kind of solidifies it and it, it bled over into other parts, you know, other parts of entertainment. And it's like, I think that you're going to keep seeing more and more of that just keep happening. Shane, why are you still raising your hand? I don't know, but oh, there you are, Shane. Oh, well, apparently Jared's not a fucking gentleman. Go ahead, Jared. Just talk whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> no, you go, dude. I'm playing, bro. Uh, no, I, I don't even know what I was gonna say. Actually, I was gonna actually it was a grass TJ something about the ranch. I knew it, dude. That's what I was calling you. <laughs> yeah, it was something about the ranch. I can't remember what the hell. It was. Oh, so. Uh, Maybe you can, maybe you can't. I know uh, when I was at AlienCon, I interviewed uh, Thomas Winterton about his injury, right? And I asked him if he had been contacted by any three-letter agencies to kind of examine that. And if if so, if that's happened again, have you guys had any other experiences that they've monitored or any three-letter agencies that showed up to take a look at? I know nothing about any agencies, any three-letter agencies. Well, that sucks. No comment. Guys, though, you have to think about it. The context of this stuff and the implications of some of the stuff would certainly garner the attention of multiple different agencies. And there's one group that people rarely talk about that's really probably the single biggest uh uh, I guess, powerhouse for, for a long time. And that's the Department of Energy. The Department of Energy has such deep tentacles into all of this stuff. And that stuff's going to come out more and more. And people like uh, Dr. Scolise, who uh, was vehemently against disclosure and very hostile to um, Grush. And that's why he, he, he only stayed a year and went back to the NGA. You know, I think we will, I was just astonished that biologicals came out in the discussion. He was so brave to do that. It's a no win scenario for whistleblowers in this area. Um, that's, why, in like, these topics. that's why we were saying, someone was asking like, you know, why it's, it's, this is why I get very frustrated. And I, I said like skinwalker is the beginning of like physical, tangible stuff. Let's see it. Let's touch it. Let's measure it. Whatever. And it's not a story anymore, right? You're taking the ride with them. We're all going on this journey together. A lot of us don't have the resources to spend all that money to do it. So someone who does is doing it for us. And we get to experience that. If you're saying, like, there's government, it, it just, it, 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 I don't know. It all breaks down after that. It really does. Hey, buddy, it's mic's on as hell, buddy. It's loud. You're typing or something. It's pretty loud. Who's that? Oh, I was talking to uh, Buddy, letting him know his mic was hot. I didn't know if he knew that. Uh, you had mentioned DOE too, Buddy. I threw something up in the nest. Thank you, brother. Where uh, our Majestic 12 program's hidden within the DOE. But that's the thing. None of it matters, right? Like, we're never going to – you're never going to get information from a government agency. No, it's never going to happen. There's no upside. And that, like all of this, there's never any upside. There's none. <laughs> it, it's all downside. Like, it, so when everyone's like, Unless why don't you want to get suicided? That's an upside, right? They'll kill your ass if you know too much. Do you no, think see, that, that's, that's, what, that, that's the hardest. Yeah, that's such a rabbit hole of reasoning. Well, a, let me ask you this. Let me rephrase the question, TJ. So with what 
we know what our government knows, whatever we, we want to call it, right? Do you think if, if there was a person that knew too much, for example, past researchers, things like that, our government would murder, kill, suicide, assassinate them if, if, or, or fuck with them why, in a so way? I know why, that I also... Like, so for what reason? I mean, is that an actual... Like, no, no, like for real, like why? for what reason? Because you know exactly what... Why would you, why would you end someone's suffering when you could make a martyr out of them? Why would you kill them when they just embarrass themselves? If they go public with it, the public ridicule ruins their life. Like literally, like they Green become breath. fringe people. So there's I no reason the to do. That used to there's no it. reason to kill anybody, and, and we would never know anyway. So all right, all right hold on, real quick. I love, DJ, you know I love when you get here to this type of things. But let me. All right, let's take it off UFOs for a second. You got to reframe. Any other super? Yeah, there's another super sensitive topic. Um, let me take a step back. You agree that there are things that are verified in history that we know where people have been killed for um, for Music. for knowing things or, or going to speak or stuff. Things we can verify. Do you do you agree that, that that's happened? Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you is there no scenario where you can see that happening with this topic? Correct, because I think we're losing, like a lot of these problems began in an analog world, right? And the, and the people who had solved the problems of talking and solved the problems by using the tools in their day, that, that was the quickest way. It was risky, you know, it causes a, it forces you to create cover story after cover story after cover story, so your job becomes a lie, you know, that, that one case becomes a lie. So we'll never know that. But so if, if we're assuming they're either going to apply shit that they used to do to end a story, <laughs> you know, 60 years ago, they use that same kind of logic in 60 years later when you can ruin them on, you could let them ruin themselves. Like there's no reason. And then you get to use them as an asset because you could pump them up. You can plant shit to make them look somewhat credible, but not like you can use them as an asset. That's way more valuable than killing somebody. And I, and I just think this whole idea of like, oh, they got killed because they know too much. I've been doing this for a while. I talk to thousands of fucking people, and no one ever knows anyone. They only know the stories of like somebody got killed for knowing too much. Like, who? What? All right. So I I would agree with you that it's probably if if that does happen, it's probably rare, like super rare. No, but I, I and all the other like, reasons. But what about like what about like when you say uh, there's no upside? Like, because I always say there's always upside depending on what they want to do. That's for any topic. That's for anything that they decide to disclose, right? They don't disclose things unless it is in their favor, but you don't know what the agenda is. Like, we don't know what's going on. So what seems to be happening is there's at least some people within government with power that want some of this stuff out, at least. And there seems to be others who fucking, who are kind of like what you're saying, like, they don't want it out. So... What about the ones that do want it out? Like, you don't think there's people within these programs that, for whatever so, reason, so like my, maybe it's per, maybe maybe it's personal reasons. Right? So here's my response to that all the fucking time, um, because that that comes up a lot, right? Where they're like, you know, there's these people, and like, so you're telling me that there's people, multiple people on the planet, who are withholding the greatest fucking story of human history because they're nervous, they're afraid. Like, do you understand? Respectfully, people, and I'm not talking about whistleblowing with a story. And the analogy I give is, 
you're working in one of these facilities and you work next to, you know, a two and a half fucking alien and an EBE or uh, extra biological entity, whatever they call it. You, you work with this thing and you're like, I can't go public. I can't say anything. I can't say anything. Well, if you walked outside with it, whether you say anything or not, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, this is the thing. If you if you're, if you're so if that, you feel so bad in that scenario, like, in that scenario, that person would be killed. Like, remember earlier when you when I asked you when I asked you who knew the most about UFOs, and you could only say a little bit. Imagine somebody who really know the same scenario you just mentioned. And it's a guaranteed fact that, listen, if this gets out in any way, everyone you know will, will, will kill them all over fucking 10 right. years. Everyone will die. They just, Nobody will know. I, is, I, is that not yes. not saying I could get it. I get that. I get it. I just don't think it's like that now. Like, there's no... It probably, it probably is. No, 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 no. The reason I'm saying it, it's not for any anything else other than, like, what no one's going to believe anything. No one believes anything anyone says ever anymore it doesn't fucking matter we people go to congress they fucking lie in congress and there's nobody gets in trouble like people lie about shit all the time nobody gets in trouble like um it, it's so uh, it's a nothing excuse me um i just have a story to tell about when i was seven years old and i got fucked by an alien in the ass <laughs> but it just turned out turned out to be teen- did it take care of your brain apparently so brother <laughs> you're an eagles fan gotta love i them. love it <laughs> Yeah. Ganga, you've had your hand up for a minute. And then I think Jared. You gotta be quicker on the button, Chase. Back in the day, you. Yo. How's that? Way to go. Brilliant. Love it. Ganga, what's on your mind, man? How you been? Hey. Uh, I could have been better. Um, I think I disagree with TJ. There's plenty of upsides. Uh, if you're an insider and you're thinking about coming out, or even if you don't think about coming out, you're going to have to look at the layout of what is going to be the prerequisites of, of this coming out. In other words, how do you strategically place your military assets? What do you need to change in society in order to be able to come out with it? Do you go through movies and films? Do you have a like an arrow type of office? I think everybody's already thought of that. And I think uh, there's plenty of things that are out there happening right now that we don't even discuss or even look at because it just doesn't come across our radar in UFO Twitter. I fully believe that the government definitely has, you know, uh, UFOs, aliens, like all the secrets, well, at least a, a bunch of the secrets, right, that we're all seeking. Uh, but I don't think it's the government per se i think it's like the black projects right you know when there's like six billion dollars missing out of the budget like it's these guys and these guys aren't worried about releasing this information because you know we won't be able to handle it and civilization will end they're not releasing it because they got a fucking tech technology uh, excuse me technological fucking edge on the rest of the world for the next like a hundred years. They got really good yep. tech. That's why. I, I disagree. I think, they granted are people, I think they are getting people ready. It's just, uh, if you get it uh, done by 2040, you're doing it really fast. 
um, if you're thinking that you're going to just do it on the news or something like that without any introductions, I don't think that's realistic. No, the way you get it, it can't be the old way. It's like I feel like a lot of the logic that gets used with stuff is just old way of thinking. It's all this, you know, the tactics that we use then are not the tactics we use now. And I think it's so much further along than we think. And, you know, there are, there's just the, 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 there's nobody that is in technology that's ever going to reveal anything. I feel like it's that scene in Terminator, right? Where they got the, the arm locked in a case somewhere, locked in a case somewhere, locked in a case. Like that's not getting out. There's a reason because they're developing tech out of it. And whether that's true or not, who knows, but that seems to be the narrative right now that everyone's pushing. And if that's the case, then, you know, there'll be, uh, there'll be a whole bunch of those, uh, what was that run, uh, the Area 51 run or something like that, where a whole bunch of people are going to bum rush Area 51? Like, if people start saying, well, this company over here has got idea. alien stuff, you're going to have a whole bunch of Area 51 runs happening at all these companies, but not, not military bases, like companies. You know, people go nuts for that. I feel that. I feel like like th- this whole idea of being like persecuted, you know, it'd be I feel like what TJ saying, like if we were the the CEO of, of Apple or Northrop Grumman and we had this technology. Right. And then we're trying to about to exploit it. Right. You know, then there might be some sort of resistance, but we're just not that like or or nor we're not people that are, you know, working in the government signed to a bunch of NDAs or whatever. Right. That have that whole legal thing. We're just like experiencers and and it actually ties in to a point I was thinking earlier, which is like, even going back to like this Greer versus Skimwalker Ranch, like that's, that's cool. But like, I'm, I'm really more interested personally, uh, just in like civilian data collection and, you know, and like even just looking at the space, like being real of real, like Sean, buddy there, uh, Shane was in here a second ago, right. Just like name some few people. Like I'm in this space because I'm, I'm only seeking conversations to learn more from other people that are having similar experiences. Right. And like, and, and, but yet no one can tell us exactly what's going on with these. And so like, that's why I'm super into then. Well then like, I trust you all collecting data more than I necessarily do this, uh, this, this latest NASA release. Right. I mean, I, I mean, let's, I'm, I'll give the benefit of the doubt there with time or whatever, but I'm just saying like in general, like uh, I, I'm into the idea of civilian data collection. Cause I do think like, People like Sean having these experiences, you know, uh, so far in all of this disclosure movement, like the, the, the experiencer has, has not been mentioned at all. Right. And so I do think to counterbalance that I'm super interested in people like Sean collecting data or describing his experiences or whatever that is just as kind of an offset to that. all. But also half the people here are feds. <laughs> you know, I think we don't know how much money has been hurled at how many agencies and how many private companies for how for how long and there is a a really good uh, amount of evidence to say that several of these companies have basically their own breakaway civilizations, their own breakaway technologies. We entrusted them custodianship with some of our most prized, uh, you know, artifacts and they stole it. You know, the government flips people 
there's a very few legacy people who know the previous deals or secrets and locations. We don't know where everything is and they don't know where everything is. I was asked, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say it in the open by someone who is very, who's at the top rank in a division of uh, one of the intelligence agencies to uh, see what other agencies had programs. And when I heard that, I, I just, you know, it confirmed so many thoughts. And Lou Elizondo said there's so much stuff. We're so bloated with so much evidence that it's become a national security risk. This stuff is not being examined and processed at the rate uh, that something like this should demand. Uh, and I heard from a good friend of mine uh, that for every person who's uh, involved in the program, who's read in to different programs in the reality, it takes five employees to monitor them. I guess that's the value in money or whatever. Because if you're in a secret project, you're getting monitored. You're getting monitored actively. Um, and uh, they, they have to. And these companies have their own armies. Special laws written for them. Here's what I don't get. Then why don't we have more stories like that? Right? This is, this is where my mind always goes with this stuff. Like, why aren't we hearing that? Like, somebody gets bumped off and then we have all these people saying, somebody got bumped off and I know about UFOs. They told me about this, like, in the real world. Before they get, on Tuesday, they told here's, me this. Here's and, a great example. People aren't doing the research. We were told, even by Kit Green, who is the Directorate of Science and Technology at the CIA, when he examined the brains of people exposed to UFOs, and these were the military people, and who they were was very specific and very interesting. They were special forces soldiers, uh, aerospace scientists, and engineers. Over a hundred of them. And so many of them, some crazy percentage, like 70% or 60% died within two years. They had all these horrible symptoms. And that's that's not because these guys just accidentally ran into craft. They were bivouacked at certain locations. That was a quote. Bivouacked was the word. I love that word, so I remembered it. Uh, what does that mean? I don't even know what and, it means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please explain. <laughs> bivouacked is when a, um, military uh, has a little camp. It's okay. basically what it's bivouacking is when you have a little military kind of camp. A little, uh, like within a base, uh, like a camp in a camp kind of thing? No, it's when you, it's in a non-base location where you, it's like when you bed down, you have a little mini base. It's with tents usually. And uh, you so have you're talking about an ambush, like a flop house. I can't, I'm trying to. No, it's kind of like a tense. Uh, it's like a uh, super camping, you know, with like okay. air conditioners and refrigerators and a bigger <laughs> like tent. Real, real it's like camping. a mobile setup where you can mobily set it up. Okay. Yes, like at a repeat location. Wink, wink. Now, here's what's really important about this. These victims of exposure are not talking. None of them are talking. People have died. This is worse than Tuskegee Airmen. I think this is what's going on with most of those patients. That they were working for aerospace companies oh, but wait, that but negligently wait, I don't get exposed this. them. I don't get it because everyone's got a phone. Like, I get it. But, like, they, this is the shit that frustrates me. Over 100 of these patients. 
and none of them are are talking about it. Right, like you have to wonder about why. Like, I look. I mean, listen. I, are, are you talking about Havana syndrome? I'm talking about patients in the Silver Record. Um, he uh, had that great interview with Kit Green, who even provided the CAT scans that showed the white matter in the brains from being exposed. It's kind of related to Havana syndrome. And uh, Kit was an expert in microwave um, you know, weapons. Uh, this, that aspect, all of those, those are the best and brightest. Those are engineers and scientists. You know, it's, I think what's really happening is most of those guys are working with craft inside black projects inside these private companies. And the, they're negligently exposing our best and brightest to uh, dangerous uh, radiation and circumstances knowingly.